0: Of your planet
1: is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am
0: authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for loss. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill.
3: We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are of them in black.
4: You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is a dream come true. We're well, now rocking with the best. This is Coach Kyrie, and we do it like no other. Give yourself a round of applause for coming in tonight. <laughs> before like we're here to teach we ain't trying to convince but we're here to share and just give you some real prime time juicy type stuff this is our second episode you can catch us here at manleadsradio.info every Wednesday night 10 o'clock maybe either 11 or 10 I have to keep the woman happy even as an effective leader what the woman wants, she said, oh, I want to do it 10 tonight, Caillou. Is that okay? I was like, if it's going to make you happy, I don't have a problem with it. So I was like, yeah. And, you know, there's no such thing as coincidence. I went to the barbershop today because I knew I had to come on Coach K, Coach K Info, and I had to, you know, get ready for YouTube and all that good stuff. And I was in the barbershop, and on entertainment tonight, they were talking about the guy Gordon Ramsay from Hell's Kitchen and how mean he is on T V, but they were interviewing him and his wife of fourteen years and they said, Happy wife, happy life. And I was like, isn't that something? They're biting our content. They're listening to Man Lee's radio. (laughs) They getting the book because happy women don't have a problem following. And happy men they said he's worth about $140 million, he's got 30 restaurants, 5 TV shows, he's got 4 children, and you're managing all that, and your wife is just in the back, chilling, woo-wee, I love success stories, that's why y'all gotta get the book, The Man Leads book, so stay around, because I'm gonna tell y'all tonight, on how to get the book, maybe even get a coupon, it gets like, you know, a discount. I don't know, Kind of surprises, but, tonight's show, be marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. Tonight, um, as we said, the power of a beautiful woman's mouth and family lineage. You know, um so tonight we're going to be addressing one of the most important parts of relationship, a woman's mouth and a man's lineage. Men think about it all the time, women don't. What you will hear tonight will amaze you, I promise. But guess what? I can't do this by myself because I didn't write the book. I just love it. I read it. I I haven't read it twice because I left it in New Orleans, but I gobbled it down. Somebody won't send it back to me. I know who you are and that's okay because I went and bought me one on Kindle. So now I got an electronic copy wherever I go. Because it's important to me to go back and read it again. Doesn't matter how smart I am or how effective a leader I thought I was and I'm becoming. The book is a manual for guys like me and for women who want to be in healthy relationships. So I had to track down the author, and just, I didn't beg her, I ain't going to lie and go into all that, but we're doing a show together, and I get to host it, and it is my awesome privilege to bring in this linguist, this world traveler, this international educator. She's just like totally amazing. She's the bomb. She's so intelligent. I talked to her the other night, like for a whole hour after we did the show the other night on Monday, and it was just like, yay. I was like I was in high school, just talking to her, and I just had so much fun. So um, without further ado, I want y'all to put y'all's hands together for It's awesome, baby! Hey, Ro, thank you for joining us tonight on your show. How you doing?
5: Hi, how are
4: you? I'm good. Yeah! You're doing better than good. I know you're doing better than good because... I know that you're as excited as I am about tonight's show, right?
5: yeah, I'm excited <laughs> <Woo-hoo-hoo>.
4: <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Don't you think that Ro just sits around and just posts on Instagram? She's trying to let y'all know <laughs> how important the thing is, but she does a lot of planning, and she's even like giving me lots of stuff to do that I like doing, you know what I'm saying because. It makes me feel appreciated, and I like doing things that are valuable. And she talks very nice to me because once you start talking mean to me, I don't want to do things for you anymore. You know what I mean? So, and she's nice and considerate, and she sends me like nice little text messages saying, "Can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this?" But she's never mean. And like, but I I kind of like read the book, and I'm like, "All right, now you wrote this on page 160 now," and but she's 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 a great person, so. I'm really excited, and um, I think everybody's gonna get a treat tonight, bro. What do you think?
5: I'm sure they are, but I also want to say that I appreciate you.
4: Oh, gotta get you everywhere, child. I'm trying to tell you with me. And I ain't joking. <laughs> Appreciation and flattery for me works, ladies. And there's a lot of men out here like me. It works because I ain't just speaking for myself. I, some of my homeboys. They feel the same way.
5: Appreciate it. You know what's funny about, it's funny about, you know, publicly saying to any man that I appreciate him or that I respect him because everybody thinks that this is some type of flirtation. (laughs) But it doesn't have to be um, considered flirtation. I'm just being nurturing, you know? But I think that we have gotten so far from being nurturing that any type of nurturing seems like a come on sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not necessary. More women can be nurturing.
4: <laughs> and, 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 and to me, a strong man doesn't think that a woman, even if I do want to interpret it as flirting, my feelings ain't hurt. And Rose's feelings ain't hurt. If I feel that she's flirting with me, that makes me feel good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting ready to get off the phone and go jump her bones or nothing like that, but it just makes me feel good, you know, me personally, just for her to say that, whether it was in public or whether it was in private. Because I've gotten text messages that nobody even uttered a word to me, and they said mean things to me in a text, and they were very abrasive, and I felt bad. I don't know. If, well, I know it's some men who've had that because – I know women who I saw them when they were doing the text, and they were just cussing somebody out. I was like, people take texting very personal, so why would you be abrasive? But then I was like, hey, I guess they abrasive in the first part. So that leads into the show tonight. We're talking about mm-hmm. the, 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 the power of a beautiful woman's mouth. And I even thought it could have been the power of a woman's beautiful mouth because some people say you got a potty mouth. You have a potty mouth. Or you can have a beautiful mouth. So, Ro, um, tell me, like, what made you start um, talking about this particular subject of a woman's mouth and the things that she talks about and how she says things?
5: Well, actually, this is something that I learned through my research of uh, the men that I interviewed for my book. I did not expect that there would be such an overwhelming amount of attention paid to a woman's mouth. This is, what, this is something that I learned. And every single man that I interviewed repeatedly, in one way or, or another, referred to a woman's mouth. Now, if you ask the average man what he thinks about a woman's mouth, you will probably get a one-sided and very short answer. But the beauty of my book is that I have a bunch of one-sided and very short answers from men, which is how men usually answer questions, and I'm able to put it together to get a very large picture to present to everyone else. And what I learned was that a woman's mouth triggers the deepest instinct of man in several different ways and one of the main ways that this happens is that when a man sees a woman smiling this triggers his instinct because all men want to make a woman happy and if a woman is smiling she's already happy so the challenge is diminished And if a woman is smiling who's with a man, then that particular man receives a lot of respect from other men because he's able to make his woman happy. Also, what I learned is that a smile causes a man to instinctually feel like he wants to protect a woman in order to keep the smile protected. And to keep her happiness protected, and it also causes a man to feel like he wants to continue the smile and these are instinctual things and so when I post online that women do not understand the power of a smile alone, there are a lot of words behind that post because this a smile is triggering into triggering the nat the instinct of a man to a in, in a very deep place. And oftentimes we like to use words to describe who we are, what we do, how we want to be respected, blah 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 blah. And words do not necessarily speak to the average masculine man in a way that a smiling woman's mouth does.
4: I totally I totally agree. Like just those seven muscles they say it takes seven muscles to smile and fourteen muscles to frown. I think it's the little bit of work that goes on when a woman smiles, you know because like I'm afraid of an angry woman to tell you the truth, you know what I'm saying like it just it it just turns because I don't know how to handle it, like I can't put my hands on you and then you're gonna you know I don't know what to I don't know what to expect and then it makes me uncomfortable and then a man really can't be at his optimal level if he's uncomfortable. And I used to hear all the time, like on TV, they always say, well, that means you weak then. You just a chump. You weak. Like you can't even, if you can't make me, if you can't make me get in line or you can't make me do this, then you a chump. Like even before I even get. To even doing anything or leading you, you are already caught, You already gave me an ultimatum. That's very subjective. No matter what I do, you just may be angry that day. And I have definitely ran around, been around some angry women in the past. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why try? I would rather just like you said, I want to find a peaceful situation. I want to find a situation where I can be happy. I can be appreciated. And I can do what I am instinctively built to do. You know, I like to provide, protect. I like to tell jokes. I like to tell women she's sexy. You know what I'm saying? I like to do things like that to make me feel good too. So that's kind of one of the reasons. One of the reasons I'm glad we're doing the show tonight to talk about that because I think I sent you the flyer of the the little Chihuahua dog (laughs) screaming at the other Chihuahua dog and. She was saying, I'm not yelling. And the, uh, and the man chihuahua dog was looking at her like, what do you mean? Like, you can't tell that that's very loud and that's very abrasive? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know, man. Hopefully you got, you, know, you got a formula that can help people who want to be helped. So that's,
5: yeah, well, I want to say that to all of the women listening and to the men to help them give words to what they want to explain oftentimes, right. is mm. that men are incredibly in to what is making a woman happy. And if a woman cannot find a way to be happy, it is going to push a man away. So, you know, men even can hear a woman smile over the phone they can hear, based on how your words are coming out of your mouth, is if your lips are pushed sideways or not. They can hear and, and react based on it, you know. Um, we do not give men enough credit for their instincts because they usually can't describe them. Mm. But men still react based on their instincts. And, you know, a woman's happiness is a man's pride, and that is what I constantly try to to instill in women. A woman's happiness is her man's pride. He needs to be able to have his woman be happy so that he can be proud of the fact that he has made her that way or is able to keep her that way hmm <laughs> something to hold on
4: like i love hip-hop so sometimes you'll say something and i respond i respond with a hip-hop lyric and that was like j electronica something to hold on to like that's mm-hmm. very important for us to be able to hold on to say look this is something that makes me proud. When I go out in the streets and I got something to come home to, like especially if if I don't have children and I want to make somebody proud, then the first person is going to be my woman, you know? But then if I don't feel like, man, I can't do nothing right or when I go home, I'm not appreciated or X, Y, Z, then I look at it sometimes and say, well, you know, what am I even doing that for? And Mm -hmm. then I, I can become defeated in the street, and I don't want to be defeated in the street. Men don't like losing. I'll tell you that right now. That's not, that's not a thing that 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 that, that we look forward to at all. So, I just the want to best just... way to
5: explain this to women, and I and you know we have ways that we are t- that we typically try to explain this to women that don't usually work, and I have found that the best way to explain this to women is like this. Your man, if he is a regular, normal guy, because most men on earth, contrary to popular belief, are good men. And if he is aiming to make you happy like all men are, you need to be able to find a way to be happy because a, man's, a man is doing things simply, to make you happy, and to receive appreciation from it. We like to say, oh, he did that because he wanted to keep the kids safe. Okay, that was the second reason.
2: <laughs> or
5: he did that because he wanted to keep the lights on. Nope, that was the second reason. This is, we need to understand that men respond to their instinct before they respond to their thoughts. The first reason the man kept the lights on or fix something because it was unsafe, is because he is trying to please someone who is going to be appreciative. So if you can't be appreciative with your beautiful mouth, then you are changing his motivation. You're diminishing his motivation. You're making him want to be appreciated by someone else.
4: Which I say is a risk. I just want to add that in there. I'm not interrupting, but I say that's risky behavior. Women, what she just said, you're taking a risk. Now, sometimes I believe in calculated risk in business, but sometimes there are unnecessary risks that you take by the actions that she just described. Can you describe that one more time so our listening audience can get with that? Yes, and I will go into
5: detail afterwards. A man lives to please his woman. Almost every single man on earth, and I venture to say about 95% of men, are healthy, good men who live to make a woman happy, even if he's not able to verbally explain this. And he's looking for immediate appreciation, but appreciation from a man's point of view, and this is very hard for a lot of women, but I will explain. If a woman gives her family a beautiful meal and everybody says, thank you, that is generally good enough. If a man makes the same beautiful meal and everyone says, thank you, that is not generally good enough. He wants a thank you. He needs a pat on the back. He needs a blow job. And he needs, you know, the dishes washed afterwards. This is how men are wired. It will never change. We benefit from learning that a man's motivation for doing things is to receive appreciation, not because it's the right thing to do. That's the second reason. Men (laughs) respond to their instincts first, their thoughts second, Anything Their instinct the- tells them to please a woman. So if a woman cannot please her man, or cannot respond to her man's pleasing her with appreciation, she is going to create a situation where she becomes useless to him.
2: Mmm. Mmm. Woo!
4: Ouch. <laughs> men are going
5: to gravitate if you can see this in a man's children men tend look they seem like they're favoring their child who appreciates them the most has everyone has anyone noticed that
2: mm. Men
5: seem like they favor their child who appreciates them the most they a male teacher will 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 favor his students who appreciate him most. This cannot ever change. This is the nature of men. And a man will become closest to who appreciates and respects him the most. This often comes through our mouths in all types of forms, in tone, in words in silence, okay, we have to repeat that one, in (laughs) silence, (laughs) and laughter, and smiling, and sexual acts. These are the powers of a beautiful feminine woman's mouth, and she can create balance in her entire family by... Carefully choosing what is going on with her mouth.
6: Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm.
5: And I think I need to repeat it. Tone, words, silence, sexual acts, smiling, and laughter. And when you're looking at words, hopefully what's coming out of that mouth is encouragement support, you know, all of these things that we give are going to get women everything they have ever wanted. So it's not necessary to assume that we're going to give, 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 and nothing's going to be given back. This is a cycle based on feminine energy and masculine energy. And as long as we are in control of our mouths and we keep our mouths in feminine energy, not subservient, not submissive, not being a doormat, but in feminine energy with our voices and our beauty. You know, put on some lip gloss, be beautiful. These things matter. This, can, this your mouth, really, truly has the effect to greatly determine the quality of your family.
4: <laughs> I think that not <clears throat> first of all, I totally agree and for me, I'm glad the first thing you said was tone, I have to just do a Michael Jackson moonwalk like I can hear on the phone when a woman is distracted and not giving me all of her attention I can hear when a woman is giving me all of her attention and like sending me vibes through the phone like she wishes she was right next to me i can hear when a woman like i used to do customer service so they used to dock us for having an attitude in our voice you know and so i can hear that in a woman's voice and the part i think a lot of people miss is women don't understand our physiology our physiology the physiology of our makeup of men that if you push those right buttons, that's not, a, that's, not the wrong, that's not bad manipulation. Like People be looking at the word feminine thinking it, it, it means submission. It doesn't. Or feminine means a doormat. Well, manipulate is not bad. When I cook food, I have to manipulate it. I got to cut it a certain way and put seasons on it, and I got to put heat on it. I'm manipulating it. Anything you've ever put in your mouth, you're trying to manipulate the temperature. If you try to get a fever down. If you manipulate correctly, there's nothing wrong with it. And I don't mind being manipulated with good intent that's following it. I don't like being manipulated, you know, like to be abusive. And even me, bro, I used to be afraid of a woman talking real nice to me because I thought she was trying to get something out of me. And I even had, you know, it was in a, in a, in a rare scenario, but in my past life, I had... Um, Women talking real sweet to me and set me up for something bad to happen. I didn't really like that, but I can't carry that grudge around and saying all women are like that either, so and that was a long time right, ago, and right. i wasn't a, I wasn't a healthy man myself at that time. but I urge I,
5: women I urge women to make sure because we are living in a time where men are surrounded by mean women. And I urge women to explain to men that they are determined not to be this way and that they embrace their femininity. Those are magic words. Those are magic words. Contrary to what women believe about men, men are very focused on femininity Women are not, women in our society are not sincerely, or let me take that back, they're not usually slightly concerned or even thinking of their femininity. But this is, femininity is one of those things that men constantly describe when they want to um, explain what type of woman they are attracted to. But when I ask a woman about her femininity, there are a lot of questions. Well, I don't usually think about my femininity, or what is feminine? But if you ask a man, feminine is all through his thoughts. So we have a lot of clarification to do.
4: (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. I think I've been going too long without giving you an applause. Yeah.
6: And the hits just
4: keep on coming. Femininity is all through Coach Coyier's thoughts. And once again, (laughs) I'm speaking for a broad range of men that I represent. I don't represent all men, but I represent some very healthy, powerful king men who think and talk about femininity all the time. I mean, I like when I get distracted by it, but it's it's a topic that we put a nice percentage of our energy and our breath into, and me as a meditator and valuing my breath and know how many breaths I have per day, I'm not going to waste them talking about femininity if it really don't concern me. You feel what I'm saying? Like when I used to be in the streets, we would say, don't talk about the police. We don't want to bring that energy up. So right now- Right. (laughs) I talk, about, I talk about the things that I want to bring up. And listen, two years ago, Ro, I started my own mantra. I, I, I've never told you this either. Some people say, what kind of woman do you want? I said, I want a soft, wet, moist. And I did say submissive, but I didn't mean submissive like I'm going to beat on her like a slave. I just meant submissive to, you know, trusting in, the program. Submit to the program. Like, I don't always want to lead. Now, I don't know if you were thinking I was going to drop that bomb, but even though I'm instinctively built like that, sometimes I will talk to a female, and she will throw the ball back in my court, and I will wish that she would do it. Because I just don't feel like it sometimes. Like, yo, just go ahead and go well, you anywhere.
5: know, everybody wants, well, especially men want to know that their woman is on their team. So that is, you know, that's, a whole, that's another understanding we have to get to, you know. But I do want to clarify by saying that, you know, people often ask me what, I, what my opinion is about being submissive. And I did write in the book, Man Leads, that a lot of um, submissive women are very feminine. But feminine and submissive are two different things. You do not need to be necessarily submissive, even though I don't find anything wrong with being submissive. I find I think submissive is a pow- can be a very powerful position, but that depends on who you're talking to. But you don't a woman does not need to be submissive to her man, and you know. A, It needs to be clear that when when we are discussing um, being soft in 2014 in America, that you can't necessarily offer that to every man you encounter. We are referring to your man. And it's not necessary to be submissive to him. It's not necessary to be submissive to him, but it is necessary to submit to the fact that he is the man and you are not.
4: And there you go. You just tagged me. You ain't got to be submissive to me, but be submissive to the fact that you ain't a man and that you won't win trying to be the man in this relationship. And I I submit, me, look, I'm submissive in a relationship. I'm submissive to the fact that I I have to submit to the fact I can't be lazy. I I submit to the fact that I can't be personally accountable. I submit to all the rules that come with the reward that I want for being a healthy leader. I got to submit to that. And some people say in the streets, it's levels to this. It's levels to this. Some of them. I didn't agree with earlier because I didn't see the benefit right away. And I think men right. and women don't see the benefits. They don't see the long-range benefits. But I promise you this stuff works a lot faster than the other Tyler Perry and uh, Housewives and reality TV stuff. That stuff, that stuff is just going to get you a headache, and you're going to have to have a contract with BC powder or Tylenol or something. Right. If well, you, there if you I'm sorry I just, want to, I, I just want to finish and say, if you use this consistently, just for a little while, just for a little while and put your heart into it, then it's going to work for you and pay off real big. I've seen it for me and in others. Okay, what are you going ready to say?
5: Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, you know, uh, I often get the question from women as to, why does one person need to lead? Why do why can't we both lead? Woo-hoo. Now, here's the question. We know there needs to be a leader, okay? we Everybody knows that there needs to be a leader. And if you're not clear why there needs to be a leader, look at driving a car. Only one person can drive or the car will go haywire. Only one person can direct a horse in which direction the horse is going to go or the ho- horse will go crazy. Only one person can lead in a couple dance, or the dance will be unsuccessful. Try to have two leaders in the waltz and see what happens. And several Latin men have told me that they refuse to try to dance, Latin couple dances, with American women because the American women continuously try to lead them, and the dancing is a disaster. So we need leadership, and all women seek leadership whether we want to admit it or not. We seek leadership through Oprah. We seek leadership through pastors, our churches, our religions. We seek leadership through our parents. We seek leadership through our girlfriends to let us know if we look good in a dress or not before we buy it. There's even a show about that called, you know, Say Yes to the Dress, I think it's called, right? And this is how women are wired. We seek leadership whether we want to admit it or not. The problem is we reject the fact that our man can be our leader. But if he's not our leader in our relationship, and then we have to step up to be the leader because there must be a leader, and a man cannot accept for a woman to be his leader long term, even if he says that he can, because eventually his testosterone level, his Masculinity And all of the other factors That you want to look at Are going to become so low That in order to continue To be able to protect and provide He's going to need to emotionally Or physically leave But we, go, when we go back to the mouth You know We can go back to the mouth Over and over again The mouth And what comes out of it and how it is used and what type of energy we keep the mouth in, you know, feminine energy, will greatly determine our relationship with our man. He needs to feel like the leader, even if not always the leader, but our tone and our words and our smile will continuously make him feel as a respected leader, at least, at all times. You know, we are not ever going to have perfection, but we can always continuously draw ourselves back to what we know works. And this is the reason why I wrote the book in such a simplistic way, so that we all, including myself, because the book is not full of my opinions, I'm the writer, but I have to refer to the book on a regular basis to stay reminded. I don't—I can't loan it out to anybody. <laughs> I need to stay reminded, too. You know, there are 45 steps for women and 40 steps for men, and eventually all of these things become our norm, and we have to remind ourselves less and less, but... These reminders keep us in either masculine energy or feminine energy, and that is the, the premise of probably every one of the shows we're going to have, right?
7: Oh, the show, the show. Yes, yes, yes,
4: yes, 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 yes. I'm all, I'm all, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm over here trying to set up some techie stuff in the background while you are uh teaching and sharing this evening and um i let me give out the phone number because i know some people had already had some <clears throat> it was like eight minutes before the show started and some people were already like in the queue like waiting off the gates so the call-in number tonight if you want to talk to roll give some feedback um ask a question uh, say something about your experience about the book or anything like that, is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. If you're already in the queue and you want to say something, if you want to give a hallelujah or you want to be like, ah, what do you mean, or give me some more clarity, just press 1 and I will bring you in. All right? Yeah. want to say big shouts out. To everybody on my Moon Magic program, a lot of uh, women signed up this month, row, and their goal is to be more feminine and to start winning with yin and to be happy and not to be filled with anxiety. And they're ordering the book and they're going through the program and going through the steps that I got in my program. And like that's one of their goals for the next 28 days is to keep feminine, feminine power in a new way, not the only way, but a new way, because they, they're telling me, yo, I've been losing. I've been losing, Kyrie, so can I win? So let me bring on um, the first guest who called in, and uh, call caller from the 424-207. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? You're live on the air.
8: Hi. Uh, yes, hi. Calling from California. It's Creole Moon. Hi. Hi, Ro. How are you? I am wonderful. I got your book and it's i mean it's exceeded my expectations, amazing, almost done, so enjoying it very much okay. yes, okay, well, um trying to make this as simple and as short as possible, but it's pretty much a scenario, and um, just kind of want to get your your feed and your opinion for your perspective, um, and maybe even the male perspective, too. you could chime in. But a friend of mine was sharing with me a couple of days ago. She had landed from traveling. She had her phone powered off. So a couple of hours later, she, when she powered her phone back on, she was anticipating or, in other words, like expecting um a text or a phone call message from the man of her life of, you know, the arrival, being safe or, or whatnot. And when she called her phone back on, that text or voicemail was not there. So she was um, reading her book. So when she left the voice message, kept in mind, you know, the being in tune with the femininity and the tone and, you know, just approaching the tactics that was learned. And um, so left the message just saying, just stating what was in her mind, you know, it was in my head, so I'm just sharing with you. I, just, I was expecting a text or a voicemail, you know, in a sweet voice um, and said, I love you and said, bye. So then, um, a couple hours later she got a call back and she had um she had uh, you know, he called back and he called her back and he had said, you know, you just really just jumped to conclusions. You know, you you didn't know what had happened, you know, I didn't get enough rest last night, I was tired, you know, I was so I was asleep, so that's why I didn't call, you know, um, right away and um so she was like, "Okay, I understand well, those are logical and reasonable reasons, so you know, I wasn't really um assuming anything. I just was sharing my thoughts and you know what I desired so um after after him explaining what the reasonings were um he was he was upset, and um you know, he just felt that he was uh being accused of doing something wrong. Uh he felt um that it was assumption that he that he didn't um he didn't do the right thing or thought that I felt that he didn't do the right thing. So um pretty much just to round it up and to, to bring it to a closure is that um he he basically was not too happy. You know, she said, you know, I you know, apologize for how you're feeling, you know, and, you know, the fact that you were tired or whatnot. His whole energy had dropped. His whole energy was completely you not know, what she expected, you know, from sharing something that she thought would possibly say, oh, no, honey, you know. I actually... Um, this is what had happened. I'm sorry you felt that way, but it was actually this. It actually just dropped his testosterone from his voice from what it sounded like, I mean, to zero. And he just seemed to be so powerless in that situation. And um, so he hasn't been in communication with us. So what is your take on that? Is that? Okay, the first thing usual
5: is, I'm sorry?
8: No, I was just saying, is that is that the usual situation?
5: This, what is your opinion on that? Okay, the first thing is to keep in mind that if if these two are seeing each other, he's trying to determine how well he can keep her happy. That's the first thing we have to keep in mind, right? So right. the other thing is that she called him, which is pursuing a man. I often tell women to put the phone down. You're teaching him that you're going to call him. Even if she's calling him to say, I'm okay, he's like, all right, I knew this is how she does. She calls and she says she's okay, so I don't have to call her. (laughs) (laughs) Or how come you didn't call me? Okay, that's now a third thing, complaining. And then, accusation of him not being protective enough
2: mm. which is the
5: opposite of being appreciative, right? So if you're All if right. a woman is trying to teach a man how to treat her, she has just done four things wrong. He's not her husband yet, is he?
8: Uh-oh. No. Uh So
5: she's treating him as if they are already in a committed relationship. This is backwards what a lot of women have been learning. You do not treat a boyfriend as if he's a husband, and you do not give any privileges to a boyfriend that you would give to a husband, or he has no reason to become one. A dating scenario is where you teach a man how to treat you. Okay. Okay? A dating scenario is not where you just display everything and and campaign for yourself like you're in a a nightly commercial. (laughs) A dating (laughs) scenario is where you teach a man how you require to be treated. You don't usually do this with words. You do this through your behavior because men react to a woman's behavior based on instinct first and thinking second. It is very mm-hmm. possible that he was asleep and um, that he forgot to check up on her, which is a protective masculine trait, but he's still a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. So for her to
8: expect you, you know, it's not a a husband wife, but, you know, there's years behind that.
5: Does that have any difference? Men don't care. Men are going to make a commitment to a woman to marry her not because of love, not because he desires her. You know, these are secondary reasons why men get married. You know, women need to be clear that men get married to them. I'm going to give you $1 million information here. You ready? Yep. Men decide to marry a woman because they feel that they can take care of her financially and emotionally. There's no other reason before that. If he cannot protect you, and take care of you and pay for your lifestyle, despite what you can pay for, he will not want to marry you. So this man is not concerned with how many years he has put into the relationship. That does not have anything to do with devotion. He will be fully devoted if he decides to get married. He may not stay devoted, but he will go into a relationship if he's a healthy man, and most men are. And I want to point out that is clearly described in the book to determine if a man is healthy or not. But if he is a healthy man, if he is a healthy man, he will decide to be devoted upon marriage only, not before. So when we're expecting men to treat us as if they're married, like it's some type of audition in order to determine how their behavior will be as a husband, that is not the case. That's not how men think. Mm. And when women are offering marriage-level benefits to men, before ever getting to marriage. You see, it doesn't matter what year it is. This is based on the instinct of men. It will never change. Even if a man is 25 years old, he still believes that a woman should give him certain benefits, dating and certain benefits in a marriage. And if you give... Those benefits to him, which he believes he's supposed to work for.
6: Uh Uh-huh.
5: He's not telling you because he's horny, (laughs) but he knows he's supposed to work for certain benefits. And if he doesn't have to work for them, guess what happens?
9: Mm.
5: Your value goes down. Right, right. If you, if a man does not have to work for benefits from a woman, her stock value goes down, and men do not want a woman
2: who threw
5: themselves at them or who gave them things that they didn't have to work for, because men still instinctually need to hunt, and they don't want to hunt for something that doesn't have value. All of I'm saying all of these things to see to explain to you that when your friend called that man, she reduced her value. She made demands on him as if he were a husband. He has not yet decided to be a husband. She made it clear to him that he was not making her happy. His goal is to see if he can make her happy. The best thing she could have done and she probably should have done this from the beginning, is to not pursue him. If you want to make sure that a man is interested in you, that he is heterosexual, and that he wants to be the man in the relationship, the best thing to do is to not pursue him. Don't go around offering to pay things, do not call him first, do not text him first, don't send him pictures, nothing. He has to be able to pursue you in order to continuously see your value. If he's already gotten you, he doesn't want to chase so much, but still a little bit of chase is sexy and healthy. So we can't be... Going down the list and trying to determine that a man should be doing this and he should be doing that and he should be doing that. Probably the man could have benefited greatly from reading the book. But there are other things that women need to, in our society, need to unlearn. And one of those is pursuing men. Do not call a man to say he didn't call you. He will learn. Okay, now what if
8: this man is feeling like he wants the same thing that, that you want? Like, for example, you know, they want to feel like you're interested as well, and they're, they're actually stating to you, I want the same
5: thing you want. Okay, what comes and, out of a man's mouth is not necessarily mm-hmm. his, all of his feelings, because most men cannot extensively express themselves verbally, so you have to keep that in mind. You know, we have a lot of men going around saying, I want a strong, independent woman, but that's the opposite of what they actually want. They've just heard that around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yes, men men always want to feel wanted, but they don't want to feel pursued. That's unattractive to a masculine man. They need to be able to pursue a woman because the woman who they have to pursue and try for is the most attractive to get and to win. So yes, a man wants to feel wanted, totally he does, but he needs to feel wanted after the after being able to pursue. You understand? Right, right. So they're feeling that
8: I'm sorry? And I was saying, so if they're feeling that if you're not calling them enough, per se, say for example, and they're feeling like, you know, then why should I, you know? No, you can say, call. Hey. You
5: respond. Okay? You respond. You, we, we are not supposed to be crowding our man's space with calls and words. Because most most men have, masculine men, have a very strong, strong instinct to succeed. You don't know when they're working. You don't know when they're grinding. This instinct is so strong that if Tyra Banks called the most loneliest man with the worst-looking face you can think of, and he were in the middle of what he thought was a million-dollar deal, he'd be like, i got to call you back, Tyra. Mm-hmm. This is a strong need. So if you're calling a man and you happen to call him while he is pursuing a goal, then that is the wrong time because men are not good multitaskers, nor are they good multi. Subject thinkers. So if you call a man at the wrong time, you can be a pest. You don't want to do that. You don't need to go into the pest category. Let him call you and respond. If a man says that he wants a woman constantly pursuing him, he's not masculine enough. Uh,
2: oh.
5: Oh, look, we got to we gotta get wow, to the
4: next comment. Hold on. Okay, we gotta get thank
8: to... you. Thank
4: you, Ro. Yeah. Uh-huh. Woo. It's awesome, baby. Thank you, Iris. Now, hey, y'all know how I do. There's certain privileges when you get to run the queue because the lines are lighting up now. The ladies got something to say, but you made a couple of points, Ro, that me as the co-host and me as a man, I was in here listening. You was giving out all that game. As they say in California, you was giving out all that good game. I want to just recap and say some things that mm-hmm. I had to, like, hold in because I wanted to do jumping jacks over here. I was going crazy. The first thing I wrote down was men decide to marry a woman when he feels he can take care of a woman financially and emotionally. All right, so I'm the first. Now, some people know that if Kair does not agree with you, he will not hold his tongue. I've never heard it put to you like that, put to me like that. I've never even heard it in word form like that. But while she was saying it, I was scratching my chin about women in my past life who I had not married yet, who I had not married yet. And Mm -hmm. I often attract women who make more money than me because I attract intelligent women. I'm an intelligent man, and I attract intelligent women. And I'm a go-getter, and I attract go-getter women. And it's like I all—it's like I always attract independent women who want to cross over. They like build a website called Crossover.com. Like we—we we don't want to be independent women. Okay, you're a strong man, but they make more money than me, and I'm fine with that. But it's like they. You know, I don't feel like I could take care of them financially because some of them have so many bills going on, and they're so right. un unor- and they're so unorganized financially that I'm like, wow, how could I come in and manage the household money and them say I'm going to give up control of the purse strings? I make more money than you, so I. And remember the caller we had last week, Michael, came on, and he addressed this, too, about women, and he said this, and I totally do not agree. And he did not know what he was talking about, and I don't care. But he said, well, you know, (laughs) women, since they make more money than men now and they make up more of the educated population, they don't need men for anything but sex. And for me, that was almost an embarrassment for another man to even come on and say something like that. He did not speak for me and the brothers that I represent. I know that that is not true. I know it's not true across the board because I know women who that's just just not true, okay? It's not true. It's not true. But when this thing about a woman won't let me take care of her emotionally, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it's both of them, financially and emotionally. And sometimes, and there's two ways to do this role, there's two ways for a man to take care of a woman financially. One way is what the basketball wives do. I'm calling them out. They go get a professional athlete, and there's no way in the world they can make as much money as he makes so he can take care of them financially. And the other way is, They would have to let him control their purse strings. Let's say they got with a janitor. I'm going to make it real extreme. They got with a janitor, and they got a Ph.D., but the janitor is very intelligent, but he just had a couple of hard breaks. They're not going to, on the norm, they're not going to let him control the finances of the house, even though he's a much better money manager because he's making it on twenty five thousand or twenty six thousand dollars a year and they're making a hundred grand a year and barely letting ends meet. They don't have any of the frugalities that he has. So for me, that's that 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 was a crit- critical piece because if a woman wants me to take care of her emotionally but I can't take of her I can I can't take care of her financially, you are absolutely right. I don't want to marry you. Next point you right. said was the insecurities and the playing house from calling me all the time. Oh my God. Oh my God. I want to teach you right
7: now.
4: Listen, when you say, I'm always saying I'm not Ken and you ain't Barbie. See in the Ken and in the Ken and Barbie, where does Ken ride at, Ro? Let me just ask you this. Where does Ken ride at in, in the pink Corvette? He oh, rides he's, on, he's in
5: the passenger seat.
4: Yes. Yes. <laughs> But guess what? But guess what, Ro? I'm gonna give you something that not this is this, this is my inner crew, and this is million dollar information too. I'm gonna give to the ladies, and I haven't even told Ro this. Do you know what Ken really is wanting to do? Why he's in the passenger seat of the pink Corvette? Do you
5: know, Ro? You know what he wants to do? No, but I have always sensed that Ken is gay.
4: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm cool with that. But I'm talking what about, Ken,
5: what, don't Ken want to do his own thing? <laughs> wait a
4: minute. I'm going to tell you, the Ken is not gay. The Ken I'm talking about, Ken wants to go over there with G.I. Joe. Because the G.I. Joe, the G.I. Joe dolls, they having fun. They doing man stuff. They playing with knives and guns and, and they're wrestling and fighting and they're saving the world. And they're looking at Ken, laughing at Ken. Ken want to go over there with G.I. Joe he wants to go over there he doesn't want to be kin no more he don't want to sit at the table and drink tea and so when like you said when women play house i'm so happy that you said that she said they've been together for so many years and what did you say men don't care because you were not <laughs> we don't they listen. didn't decide to marry you yet we didn't decide we did not decide to marry you and 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 is not um man, everybody is not on. It's not on. It's not on. And the reason is because what you said next. You, wait a minute. What did you say? You are crowding me with words. You're uh-huh. crowding me with words. You're crowding me with words and, words and
5: phone calls.
4: Words and phone calls and you interrupting my grind. You interrupting my grind. And don't you on, when you on the show with me, I request that you not – you ain't got to use no ugly person. You can use Kyrie, because if I'm grinding and Tyra Banks is in Atlanta and she called me and I'm grinding and it ain't about some business, she's going to have to wait. That's mm-hmm. Oprah for too. That's, I mean, that's period, like, you got to mm-hmm. go to the voicemail. And then, you know why? Hold on, bro, I'm getting, bro you got me emotional. Watch this, what i say. I normally get slack for this <laughs> right here. I'm gonna catch flack for this. Yeah. I I don't call women back and a lot of the men I represent, we don't call women back because we don't want to be traumatized about why you ain't call me because we interpret that as whining and complaining.
5: And disappointment, which means they're not
4: pleased. I don't want to be greeted with disappointment. Like when I come on I can hear the tone of your voice, and when I answer and you got an attitude, I feel that since I pay my phone bill, I have the right to hang up immediately and protect myself. Why can't I protect myself and then, but protecting myself, Ro, is now called rude and disrespectful. So then she, then she effeminizes me and degrades me and says, oh, you disrespectful because you hung up on me. You were attacking me with your tone. And then like, yeah, and
5: what we need women to understand is men cannot be emotionally attacked because they have such a huge need to succeed, which cannot be compromised. And when they are emotionally attacked, it diminishes their testosterone level and diminishes their ability to succeed. They can no longer protect and provide as well as they could have in a very good place and mood and, and testosterone and, level.
4: And then we'll never marry you. You hear that?
5: And what then you'll never that? marry them.
4: I'll never marry you if you keep knocking down my desire to and my ability to, ability to succeed. And what you're describing right now is Lucy and Charlie Brown. Lucy uh-huh. never let Charlie Brown be successful because she kept pulling up the football. She kept pulling up the football. And I feel that man leads is about take the football from Lucy and tell her she's not allowed on the field, period. Go put a skirt on and go cheer. This a man's sport, period. Period. I don't That's uh, Right. Okay, look. The lines yeah. is like, uh, okay, ladies, I said mine, look. Everybody want to reply. Now, I told you I was going to catch flack for this. Now, Ro, this look. show
5: really going to be two hours? I don't think so.
4: <laughs> we're going to see what happens. We're, we're, we're going to see what happens. Okay, okay. all right. I got to bring this other point out because everybody hold your questions, especially the person who just called me because, oh, my goodness. Um, this other thing about uh, auditioning and marriage-level benefits and, oh, I don't know, oh, here's the, here's the last part. I got to ask you this question. I got to pretend I'm a caller. Ring. Yes, this is Kyrie calling in from Atlanta. I just wanted to ask about, um, well, she says that she calls me all the time for two reasons, Ro. She says her first reason is her sexual appetite. She wants me to satisfy her. So she's calling me to, so, so I can fulfill her sexual needs or she can fulfill mine. And the second one is She's calling me because she's worried about me leaving her or being with another woman. What should I do, Ro?
5: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing.
2: Whenever a
5: woman per- calls a man and pursues him, this is acting in masculine energy.
2: You cannot
5: call men and pursue them because they will feel like you look like a man now. That's not attractive to a heterosexual man when you are acting in masculine energy, which is calling him to tell him that you want sex. The other thing is um, constantly trying to determine if a man is cheating on you is extremely unattractive. If a man is going to cheat on you, he just is going to. All a woman can do is focus on the treatment of herself and her man, how he feels from her treatment and how she looks to him. And looks are emotional and physical. So... All we, we need to do as women is to just keep our man's attention on us because, once again, men are not great multitaskers. Very few men on earth can please two women. And very few men, few men on earth are even interested in pleasing two women at the same time. They can't do it. It takes up too much time. It takes away from their goals, and it causes stress. Men don't like stress at all. So if you're offering peace, and if you are beautiful in every way, you do not need to call a man to try to determine if he is looking at or, or pursuing or spending time with another woman. Not only do you not need to do it, but if you do do it, you will push him away from you and possibly into the arms of another woman.
3: Mm, mm,
4: mm, 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 Okay, I gotta go. Okay, so look, so 'cause now I got okay. I have one more question from 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 Facebook, then I'm gonna answer the callers. What? Okay, I posted, mm-hmm. I posted, I posted. I said, men decide to marry a woman when he feels he can take care of a woman financially and emotionally. And then the first person says, what if he never can, but he loves her unconditionally? Is she supposed nope. to nope. wait until he gets there?
5: Yes. yes. Men are not, men each, healthy good men, each put themselves through a type of personal initiation. They want to determine what type of man they are before they offer that to a woman. Now, you have to remember that men are all seeking the best quality meat. They don't want to settle for a woman if they think they can get a great woman. This is why men go to medical school. This is why men become judges. (laughs) All of this is to attract a very quality woman. Don't forget deodorant. Don't forget deodorant. And deodorant. And a man needs to see what his value is as a provider, and he needs to feel success from his point of view only in order to determine what his value is and what type of woman he can attract. He's not going to marry a woman or be willing to commit to her in any way before he knows what he can offer. So if he's not there yet, the answer is yes. You wait or you move on. Because if a man has not proven to himself that he can be successful, even if he's not currently successful, if he's not yet proved to himself that he has the ability to be successful, he's not going to stick his neck out and commit to being able to take care of you. And that I, means he cannot marry you. Move on.
4: <laughs> I, I got I to gotta say this. I got to say this because I believe in this 1,000%. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but this is, I believe in this. If your man doesn't make as much money as you, that doesn't mean he can't take care of you financially because exactly. you, you may have some stuff that you don't need. So here's the breaker. His option three. You can wait on him, you can leave, or you can let him control the house finances. I, who, why would I tell you if I made 50 grand a year and I met somebody who was the VP of operations at Verizon and she made 300 grand a year? Why would I tell her that um I want you to take a take a lesser job making fifty grand a year or forty nine grand a year so I can make more than you? It doesn't right. mean that I I can take care of you financially too with your money and I feel I'm getting ready to catch more flack. This is what uh-huh. women be talking about. Oh, that's my money, I made it. Why can't if if you made, what are you making $300,000 a year for? He got to make as right. much or more than you? Or is is 300000 or is $100,000 a year with his 50 thrown in enough to support the whole family? Is that your criteria that he got to make more money than you? Then that doesn't mean that if he makes more money than you that he can, that he, that, that he can take care of you financially. That is a misnomer. You got it bent up wrong. And, and when I see, that she says, oh, I'm not going to let you handle the purse strings or I'm not going to let you be responsible for, you know, taking care of the bills out of all the money I make. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm going to still come here and I'm going to treat you like a banana man. Those who know what that is, you know what that is. Then I can tell that she don't trust me either. She don't trust me as a leader. She doesn't trust me to, 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 like, lead the family, and that's going to lead into the second part of the show, if we ever get to it, is the right. lineage. Because if I can't trust you over money, I can't trust you with my lineage. And
5: if a man cannot have any, you know, the necessary control that men need in order to lead their family in the right direction through finances and everything else, he's not going to feel comfortable creating a lineage with a woman. So I completely agree with you on the financial aspect, and I have given this advice to several women who are happy that they took it. If you make more money than your man, you need to respect him as a man everywhere. If he's, if he's going to be your leader, he, can, he needs to be your leader in all aspects. And if a man cannot have financial control over the way that his lineage is built, he's not going to be interested because men care about lineage way more than women understand. And the
2: hits just keep on
4: coming. Let's take a caller. Let's take a caller. Ho 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 ho! I don't want nobody to feel. Oh, you didn't get to me. Okay, well, I'm coming. We are coming? Do not don't hang up. Just, I see you if you press 1, 954, you're first, 757, you next, 404, then you, 336, then you, 313, then you. Anybody else, just press 1, I'm going to see you. Those are a long line of y'all. Thank you for joining us tonight. This is Man Leads. I also got to give you where to get the book at a discount tonight. Amazon is tripping. Write this down. Write this down. www.squareup dot com forward slash market m-a-r-k-e-t forward slash ro ro hyphen cut no hyphen the number two forward slash man hyphen leads hyphen book you should just be able to go to man leads and type in row cut no and you'll be able to find her or you can go to squareup.com and type in Man Leads. But it's only for 24 hours. It's only for 24 hours. Get the book. Everybody's going crazy over. For those of you who have been listening to my show for over four years, you know I'm not just going to co-sign anybody and let them come on, come on the show unless they have some scientific research. Get, you need the book. You need three or four copies. It's already hitting the barbershop. She got a barbershop bestseller. So go to squareup.com, type in R-O-C-U-T-N-O, R-O, and get the book, $13.99 now. It's on sale. Now, let me go back and get some callers. Caller from the uh, 954-638. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, I'm African
10: I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale. This is who? Hi, how you doing? I'm well, how are you? Hi, Ro. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Okay. Um, First of all, I want to say that, uh, let me get this out of my ear. In a world where women really don't surrender to themselves, I think you are brave, and I think you're doing a really good job. Um, thank you. Now, I want to say that women often complain about, a lack of sexual satisfaction, right? And so I want to focus on the lack of competition when we're, when we're having sex, right? We, we surrender, we submit, we cooperate, and we collaborate, and that is why sex should be successful. Now, I think that because we act contrary outside of the bedroom and we behave masculine, we don't we, we, think we stigmatize feminism um, or we stigmatize what it is to be feminine.
2: Mm-hmm. No,
10: when we behave like that outside of the bedroom and then we go inside the bedroom expecting to be treated as feminine, but the man has this notion that he's dealing with masculine energy. I think that is the disconnect, and that is the reason why most or some women do not achieve sexual satisfaction. Um, I think also a lot of times some women have a hard time surrendering in the bedroom because they do not surrender to themselves, and they do not surrender to the fact that a man is a man outside of the bedroom. Mm-hmm. No that that lack of satisfaction for a woman also makes her masculine right so it's right. a cycle so i just want to say that it's a tragedy that we do cooperate when we're having sex we we don't cooperate when we're not having sex and so there is the bad example to the children that are around us that we only surrender there no, well, there. I have
5: to stop you because you know, actually, this, this this is a cultural, a huge cultural difference. Pretty much, among Black American women, we submit in the bedroom. Okay, this is I, not I all, all of us I think
10: most women submit in the bedroom But a lot of times we don't submit Outside of the bedroom Which affects what goes on in the bedroom
5: Well, based on what, on My research um, All of us don't All of us don't Some of, many of us Bring That masculinity masculinity Into the bedroom Also Correct,
10: but we don't we don't so what I'm saying is don't ask the question who is leading, who is following, we are competing in bed or else the sex wouldn't work.
5: Um technically so, technically you're right, it wouldn't work. <laughs> right? We don't we don't um, say, how
10: come how come you have a penis and I have a vagina? Exactly, you technically you're right. Penis? We don't have that conversation in the bed. So why is that because remember the conversation or the program started saying why sometimes women complain about why can't we lead together? So you brought you know, up that. I am a
5: cultural, you, I'm a cultural expert, and there is no reason for me to sit on the radio and, and ignore the fact that I'm pretty sure this is cultural. and there's, I'm not afraid of saying that there is a huge difference when it comes to the average African-American woman in the bedroom and the average white American woman in the bedroom.
2: There, this is that is what I want
5: to do to come and Research mm-hmm. and culture. Research and culture. If I ask a black American woman, um, does she give orders verbally in the bedroom? And, or if I ask a black American man if his black American woman gives verbal orders in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. he almost, everyone almost always will be surprised that I even ask that question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I ask this to someone who is involved in any way with white American culture, that actually is a normal activity.
10: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this
5: is why I gravely disagree. This needs to be clear that there are cultural differences.
10: Here as that
5: well. Is, we live that is in actually one of the only point countries. that I
10: wanted. That is actually the point I wanted you to make. I didn't okay. really want to make that decision. <laughs> we live to in
5: one of the only countries in the world where there are cultural differences of people who come who were born here. Right. Okay. Right. So we live in a country where there are two main cultures. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone. We don't have to sit around trying to fake the funk. There is mm-hmm. white American culture that mm-hmm. is a general um, dominant, and there is black American culture. Although we are the minority, our culture is still the other culture. Correct. And um, if you look at this from a cultural standpoint, the way that we are in the bedroom can be qualified as how people are in China, in Brazil in India and so forth and so on. So it needs to be clear if we're talking about black American women in, or in black American women's culture, whether you are black American or not, you may just choose to be in that culture. You see my point? Correct. And if you are involved in white American culture, whether you are a technical, a quote-unquote white American or not, Right. Because those are two different categories. Those are two different behavioral patterns. Mm -hmm. And we, as black American women, do not generally or typically give verbal commands in the bedroom. We do generally submit in the bedroom. White men find this to be a surprise if I give them this information. They're like, are you serious? Black women do that? Yes, black women do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because that's not what they're generally used to. So, yes, black women try to dominate in outside of the bedroom a lot of times, not all of us, because right. I have several black american friends of mine who are not dominant outside of the bedroom or in the bedroom. But a lot of us tried that position, and when we're inside of the bedroom, this is usually a man's only way
10: to Mm -hmm. lead. That is another point I wanted you. That is another point I wanted you to say because you know (laughs) I don't want to come out and then people jump on me. I wanted to stimulate some conversation so that you would bring these things out in the open. Which I well, very you happy knew I was going to say it. But, yes,
5: this is where men lead and please. And sometimes when a man is angry, it comes out sexually. Uh-huh. Sometimes when a man wants to regain his uh, position as the leader, it comes mm-hmm. out sexually. We don't need to sit around wondering why we're not getting gentle, loving, mm-hmm. emotional sex.
10: Thank you. Thank you. And no, when
5: we I'm gonna... say that a woman is not satisfied, this not, men, men think of this as a technical thing. This is not the case. When women say they're not sexually satisfied, it's because of the lack of emotional connection. Mm-hmm.
10: Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get off the phone, but before I go, I'm going to say two wheels on a bicycle. Never complain with each other who's in front, who's in back. They simply move forward.
5: Thank yeah. you so much for your
4: time, Ro. Thank you so much. It's awesome, baby! To get the book Man Leads, just go to Google and type in Square Market Cutno. <clears throat> Square Market Cutno, C-U-T-N-O. Just go to Google, type in Square, the word market, Cutno, 13 dollars Order yours tonight. Let's get it. Boom. I don't know if there's a reference in there. Say, boom, I was listening to Man Leaves Radio. Thank you, Ro. Thank you, Coach K. Let's keep it popping. Got to get to the next caller, which is caller from the 404-668. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Caller from the 404-668. You press 1, and your mic is wide open. Hello. Hello. Yes. Who's this? Hello. Are you Hello? listening in? Did you Did you have a comment? Okay. We gotta go to the next caller. Thank you. Caller from the three three six three two four. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get the name and where you're calling from, please?
6: Yeah. This is Willing, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. <laughs> Hi there, Dragon. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. awesome. I'm doing fine. Um, while I'm listening, I mean, the the questions and the comments changing because you're hearing so much. But it's it's most definitely some great information. Like Steve Harvey need to put his book up. This right here is really some information right here that really, really, really needs to get out throughout possibly all cultures, but I we really like you said, keeping mind that I don't date outside of it. So really when I speak, I speak of the black woman. But so it really needs to get out to our race, to our culture, seriously, because a lot of things that you say saying, let's get, let's get it clear through to. For me, what I what I heard also, you're speaking of a man. You know what I mean. So, so first of all, the, the woman has to realize that she's dealing with a boy in a man's body, or she's dealing with a real man. So these your your comments in your booking thing is talking about actually a real man, not a boy. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Then you know when you speak of that when you speak of the things that you're saying, it's a man, a true man handling his business or a true man, really in the in, in the relationship. So, but my thing was one part of it. It's been a while since she brought it up on another call. It was women um, bringing, bringing down their value with a man, and this is before you even get your man. This is when you're in the process of getting your man. It's the problem that I always come across where. Like I said, it's a lot to be said, but I'll just keep it to this point right here. Um, when a woman is actually getting to know the guy, and everybody's getting to know each other, and she talks about her past relationship and how bad a man has treated her, and and a man with me, I don't want to hear that, you know, because it just makes me feel like, um, wow, I don't have to do if you if you put up with that then I don't have to put up with. I don't have to do with so much. I think that men we like competition. So when you when a, when I hear that a man has treated you well and has done something good to you, that makes me want to do even more than he did. I want to let you know that you know. Nah, I mean you know we, we're in a competition. It's a, a man loves competition and challenges. You know. We we like that. So it's more like, oh, I, I could treat you better than he could, you know, or something like that. It's just a thing about possibly women not sharing every disappointing uh, relationship she was in other than really saying all the good things. I think that women will come off to a man better if they would say more good things about their past relationship than bad things because it kind of takes their value down, just, just the whole thing you talk about bringing the value down. And yeah, and I think comment. you have I made an excellent like point.
9: This. Yeah, I
5: think you've made an excellent point. I want to add, however, that, you know, women have been taught that they need to just let everything hang out and that if they don't let everything hang out that they're being secretive. But there is nothing wrong with being graceful and beautiful, and when you, if you are a single mother and some guy will not pay child support, blah, 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 the last thing you want to do is talk about how he got away with that. What you need to be doing is saying how great things are going. You know, no one's saying necessarily to lie, but if a man feels like another man has gotten away with disrespecting you and you are expressing that to him, then you become um, a person who that can be done to. And that is not attractive, nor is that a prize to be won. This does Mm. not have anything to do with a man's character. This has to do with a man's instinct. Every man wants a prize. He wants to win a prize. Every man is seeking his own personal Michelle Obama. Uh And if you can't be that man's version of a prize to be won, not a charity case, or someone who likes to focus on negative things all the time, who can't be pleased, then you are going to be unattractive. You, if you need to talk to somebody about your problems, go find other women. They love talking about problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: them, baby!
6: But I don't need my comment right there because so, I know a lot of people have to say something. uh, uh this is a most definitely winner. You most definitely got to ask her to come back. Oh, look,
4: every Wednesday night, every Wednesday night, either 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, we ain't going nowhere. Like, we got, like, at least three months of stuff we done talked about all. We ain't even got to the second part of the show. We ain't, we ain't got to the second part of the show
6: yet.
4: We ain't got to... And look, the next part is just for you, and I'm gonna just say, bloodline, bloodline. When you go get, and I told this, I told this to the other day. When the man goes and looks at a pit bull, he's looking at the chart to see how many champions is in the chart. He want to see the bloodline. How many champ? This dog got 95 champions. This dog got 87 champions. Do this dog have any paperwork? You know what? What do we? You know what we call a dog who doesn't have paperwork. That means that we're looking for lineage. We, we call him a mutt. We call him a mutt. We're only looking for champions, men, and it's not that I'm calling women dogs at all. I'm just saying that we look for value. We look for value, sure. and one of the things that Ro has been saying why she she wanted to do the show on. On lineage, in the first place, she says women don't think that men look for lineage. She says that she doesn't think that women look, they they even know that man is looking for lineage. And when Mm -hmm. she made that statement about marriage, about can I support you and can I take care of you financially and emotionally, it's because I'm trying to leave a lineage. And for some of you ladies who doesn't understand what the word lineage means, think Rothschild think Bilderberger. What was one other word you said, Roe? Kennedy. Uh, uh, Yeah, Rockefeller family. Rockefeller family. Those men, those successful men, they are thinking lineage. And especially like the brother Willie said, he said, as a black man, we trying to start thinking about being successful. You can't build a lineage without being happy. And if a woman is coming, dumping all that stuff on me, Especially if she make more money than me. Oh my god! Why are you Why are you coming dumping on me? You You know what I'm saying. You make a half a million dollars a year. I make fifty grand. I make a hundred grand or whatever I make. You make more than me, and then you dumping on me. I say th- you need I said th- you need a girlfriend. She get upset. Well, what do you mean I gotta get a girlfriend? You trying to tell me you don't want none of this? There she go with that neck. I can hear the neck. I can hear the neck moving through the phone. You don't want none of this. Anyway. Hey, I love you, Thank you for calling in. Do not hang up the phone. Do not hang up the phone. I got two more callers, and then we're going to try to get the lineage before we get off of here. All right. right. Okay. And then if you got to get back on, just press one, take it off, and then press one again, and then I'll see you trying to get back on. All right. Next caller from the 314. Thank you. 314-814. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please?
1: Yes, my name is Rebecca. I'm calling from Saint Louis, Missouri.
4: Gracious. Hey uh,
1: Rebecca.
4: Good Lord. Hello. Woo. Oh, That's that girl six voice you got. No, no, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just admiring your girl six voice. But well, please, how can we help you tonight?
1: Oh thank you. Um, I have a question. Okay. Um I just met this guy about a week ago and uh we hadn't seen each other, but uh, we met on one of the dating sites, and I guess we did. Hello?
5: Yes. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry.
1: Like, I apologize. I didn't say hello to both of you all. This is my very first time calling, by the way. It's fine. But, okay, but um, we met. Uh, so we, we'd actually met today face-to-face. Um, I, the reason I, I really didn't want to necessarily meet face-to-face, the reason is because, to me, it doesn't matter. Look, this is the feminine, you know. It, it didn't matter how I looked. It, it, it shouldn't have mattered. Yet and still, I had to get away from that and understand that I'm not trying to attract a feminine being. I'm trying to attract a male being. So I finally met him face-to-face. Everything was fine. And um, so he'd, you know, we'd, we'd uh, talked or whatever, and... So, you know, we got to uh, know more about each other. So after that, he left. I went to pick my daughter up, and um, all of a sudden, I came back home. And he called me, and I said, hey, you called? And he's like, no, 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 I just got picked up. Um, The police just pulled me over, and I have warrants. Now, I hadn't known about that, but this is my thing. People have a past. You know, you have, to, you have to understand people's past. And it's not for me to sit up and judge him and get mad and this and that. Hey, just like you accept me and my children, I accept you and your past. Right. That's how we looked at it. Okay, my, thing, my question is, okay, now, how is he, what is he thinking? I mean, they, they locked him up or whatever, but, like, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I don't. Let me see. I don't. How do I look at this? How I I don't want to down him yet, and still, no. Who wants to be stupid? You know. All
5: right. Is he is he still locked up right now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, and is he asking you for money?
1: Oh no, no, not at all. In fact, this okay. is what he did. This is what he did. What he did was when he called me to tell me, uh, you know, that they pulled him over or the police had pulled him over, he'd asked me, he told me that uh, he'd given them permission to give me his truck. And I'm like, okay. So I went up to get his truck, and um, the police officer told me, yeah, you know, uh, he relinquished rights over to you to take his truck. The keys are on the seat. And... um, you are uh, And he said It's either that Or I was going to Take it to the pound. We were going to Have to take it To the pound But this is my thing You just met me You don't oh, okay. know
5: I would love To ha- talk about this I'm ready to talk About this
1: Okay Beautiful Beautiful And, and, and now, now I'm sorry you, you mind if I say This really quick mm-hmm. When I just When I just said You just met me Or what have you I'm not down It's not a thing Of downing or anything It's a, it's, it's, it's a thing of Man You know, like, you trust me. So it's not a thing of downing him or anything at all. So I'm I'm, 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 I'm listening.
5: Okay. So like I said before, men react based on their instincts first and their thinking second. If a man feels close to a woman based on the behavior that she gives to them, whether it's five minutes or five years, he's Mm -hmm. going to react on it. It may not be rational because the thinking comes after the instinct. Woo. The other thing is you have such a great voice. Oh, thank you. That I am sure that the tone of your voice and the sound of it soothes him.
1: It's funny because he's actually said that. <laughs> okay,
5: I am very sure. <laughs> You know, I you can probably. It's awesome, baby. (laughs) You have probably gained a lot of access and gotten a lot of cooperation from men everywhere with that voice. Am I wrong?
1: That that's true, and then I'm including
5: me,
4: including me right now,
1: including me right now. (laughs) I'm I'm also a Scorpio, too. I think that may have a little bit to
5: do with it. Yeah, and Scorpio women tend to be very um, attentive to their looks, which men adore. Exactly. And Scorpio women tend to accidentally touch themselves when they talk. (laughs) I, I love you. You know me. Which men adore. So, um, yes, I'm sure that he felt very close to you, as I and Coach Kair are experiencing right now over the phone. Um, so, no, I don't see anything abnormal about that behavior. You know, I would look into it, though, to make sure that everything is okay legally, that, you know, that he's not, you know, some type of, like, um, deviant criminal. Like, this is America, and yeah. He, this is gonna happen.
2: <laughs> you know, right. that's the
5: whole purpose of Warren's is to get people. But
1: yeah.
5: um you know, I would just look into it, but I think that his behavior was based on instinct. That's
1: all. Okay. Now do so do you think I should con- well, I mean, outside of looking into it, which, which I am, you know, um, but he hasn't he hasn't called or, you know, anything like that. One thing he can't call?
4: On- I wanna reply. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is me. <laughs> Just let me get in here. Just let me get in here because I don't know if Rose ever been to jail before. I don't know if Rose ever got warrants before. And I don't know if Rose ever got pulled over before and had warrants and had to call a female to come get their vehicle. But I can relate directly to all of this, so I want to speak on this firsthand. Okay. First beautiful. First Thank off, you. he can't call you because all he got is your cell phone number, and you can't call collect to a cell phone from jail. Okay. Now it's only been. <laughs> It's only been a few hours, okay? So just chill. And if the warrant, did you ask, don't tell me what it was, but did you ask what the warrant was for?
1: No. And the reason okay. is, oh, I'm
4: sorry. hold on. You can get okay. a warrant. You could have a warrant out for you right now and not know it because the police just haven't stopped you. Like if your insurance <laughs> expires on your tags and then you missed a court date. For a driver's license or something like that, or whatever, or it could be something very old. It could be a bench warrant from another state that they put out. They do this all the time. That could be what it is. So don't overreact. It's just like oh, saying, no, no. "It's just so, so." So when you say, "Well, should I pursue it?" Not why he's in jail. No, just go to bed tonight. Just listen to us and then go to bed. You be because no, he's no, fine. No. It's not a murder charge because you wouldn't have got nothing if it was a real, real serious charge. So I I agree with Roe that, you know, just wait and see what happens. He got to come get the truck. And then here's what you do. Take Roe's technique and be quiet and work the whole situation with your ears and your smile.
3: Don't say, don't
4: let him, let him come in and be because he's looking for the same thing women are looking for in this situation, but you create it from a different angle. Men and women are looking for safe spaces. Women are looking for a space to be safe. And when a man comes to tell you something like that, you know he's looking for a safe space to tell you about a warrant. And I look at, and I ain't trying to be cold-blooded or nothing, but black mm-hmm. men get warrants that women don't know about, just like women have, you know, maybe get abortions that men don't know about. So that right. doesn't mean because a woman had an abortion that I'm going to be like, well, should I talk to her? I don't know what happened. I don't know the, all the circumstances. Stay, stay in that, the present. Stay in the present. Don't panic. You see what I'm saying? Don't be crazy, <laughs> neither. And don't go right. bail him out. Just, and especially if he can get himself out, one of the things that Rose talks about, has a man ever experienced success in his past as an indicator right. of should you be kicking it with him or not? So see how he moves. See how he moves and shakes right now while he's up under pressure. And then if he come right. back and he was looking good and smelling good as the last time you saw him, you know you may have something to work with. Right, right, right.
1: Exactly. Yeah, but well, do you, you know what? I'm sorry.
5: I'm sorry. Do you have the book? Are you a reader?
1: Oh yes, I'm 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 presently in school. I'm um, going for my PhD in nutrition and uh, food science. So yes. Oh, no, yeah, but I'm, uh, no I'm
5: wondering if you have read my book.
1: No, no, I I haven't uh, read your book. I, uh, he was telling me about it, and I'm I am de- i am am definitely going to order it. I have a ton of books, as you know. But I mean, outside of my <laughs> school books, I have I love to read. I love reading. I mean, I enforce it in my household also. You know, and um, but you know what? This is one thing. When I when i asked if I should pursue it, basically what I was saying is, it, it, should I pursue something w- with him? Uh, uh, because one thing I do know, and and uh, a lot of people, a lot of women, and and I tend to use the word Americanized. So you know, I, and I apologize if I step on anyone's foot when I when I use the term. Yet, and still, there is a difference between. An Americanized woman and every other woman on the earth. Right. The reason I say that is because the word submission, as you stated prior, you can you can use the word submission with some women and they get it, but then you use the word submission with with a, an Americanized woman, and they 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 get offended. But why? Mm-hmm. There is a such thing. There is a such thing as submission. That does not mean. Necessarily falling up under a man, because as both of you all have not only agreed but stated, you can be submissive and I can be submissive. So it's not direct, directly. Uh, it's not necessarily directed towards just the woman. It's the man also. But this is the, this is all it is. It's just a thing of okay, here you take the lead, I'll fall back.
10: That's all it is.
1: That doesn't mean that you're less of a woman, nor does it mean that you're less of a of a human being or or a being. All that means is you're gonna ha- you have enough wisdom and knowledge within yourself to make the best decision at that point in time with the knowledge that you have at that point in time. That's all that means.
2: Right. You know.
1: So 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 I so I, I I not only appreciate you know this 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 talk and in this roundtable it's a beautiful thing. I also appreciate the fact that. It's really, really good, rich knowledge that you all are, are giving out. You know, you, are, you all are giving out stuff that, as you all have stated, it's gold has nothing. Based on it, 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 it weighs nothing compared to what you all are giving to everybody.
5: You know, and thank I you.
1: really, really, truly appreciate it. I really, really do.
5: Thank you so much.
1: Yay! Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. And I, I want to tell you too. Uh, I made a comment on uh, on the Facebook page um, when uh, someone had said um, had asked um, about a woman. Uh, how do you something with a woman? Uh, it was like a couple of days ago. What do you do when how do you ask a woman to do something? And it's like it's crazy that that should even be a topic. The way you ask a woman to do something is the way you ask a, a woman will ask a man to do something. It's the same thing unless it's, it's a situation where you all are unevenly yoked, where the woman asks the man something in, in, a, in a nasty tone, which goes back to what you were saying. It's timing. It's tone. You have to have heart in a situation. You have to have enough heart to know when to say something to a man, how to say something to a man, how to approach him. If you don't, you will mess up something that could potentially be golden. Women don't get it.
5: And we make a very huge mistake by believing Mm -hmm. that we are supposed to treat our men the way we want to be treated. Exactly. This is a problem. Mm
2: hmm
5: you're supposed to treat a man like a man, and a man mm-hmm. is supposed to treat a woman like a woman.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And then they get into other situations. A lot of, a lot of friends of mine, well, ex-friends of mine, I, have a lot of go- I used to have a lot of girlfriends. They've unfriended me and, and, and won't talk to me, or if not, they won't even bring situations to me. The reason is because you're sitting up here trying to punk your husband or your boyfriend and you want me to be one of those women who are going to sit around and say, "Yeah, you should have did this." You know, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. Because I'm going to, because right. sometimes you we possess emotion, but we possess logic also. You know, we're not just complete emotional beings. We have some type of logic, right. we have knowledge, we have wisdom.
5: And we all need tools. We all need tools. And one of the main things, the main reason that I ask you if you had the book is because it needs to be very clear,
2: mm-hmm.
5: if you know, to determine if you're dealing with a healthy man who's able to love you right now or not. Okay. Okay. So I suggest okay. that you get it. It is thirteen ninety okay. nine okay. for twenty four mm-hmm. hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And make sure that you have it as a tool with you at all times. Okay.
2: You know, it
5: is for the purpose of making sure that you stay within your feminine energy and to mm-hmm. help your man know what it means to stay in his feminine energy. Men okay. generally do not need me to tell them things that mm-hmm. they already instinctually know.
2: Right. But
5: my mm-hmm. book helps men to have those things written out in words. Okay. So that is the beauty of that. Um, Thank you so much for calling.
1: Thank you also very much, very much. Both of you all, thanks for answering everything and listening. I needed those listening ears. Thank you very much. Okay. Good night. Thank
4: you, Rebecca. This is a dream come true. All right, look, if you're listening in the chat, we got uh, two more callers, and we're still going to try to do lineage if Ro wants to, because I don't tell her what to do. I'm just running the board. So, um, you got to call in to hear the rest of the show. If you're on the line, just don't hang up. But if you're listening online, the stream is going to stop in 5 mi- 5 minutes. So you so you have to call in 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. If you do get cut off, just go to coachkaiyr.com and you can follow the whole thing on youtube i'm broadcasting live from the green screen right here in atlanta from an undisclosed Batcave cave right now you can just go to coach kairr k-h-a-y-r dot com and you can watch me live and direct and soon we're gonna have a little me and roe working on something where we can broadcast live to you all where we be like next to each other and we got like a little classroom or something that's gonna be down the road but it's coming though we we talking about it so 347-205-9089. If you want to talk to us, please press 1. I got two more callers. 734-620. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Caller from the 734-620. Hello? Hello? Sorry about that. I was on mute. Hey, Rowan. Hey.
9: Coach Coyier. Hi. Uh, this is Ebony Collin from Detroit, Michigan. What's up? <laughs> hey.
4: Congratulations on your newlywed, your, your, your new matrimony ceremonies. Congratulations.
9: Thank you.
0: This is a dream come true.
4: Got a newlywed in the <laughs> it house. It sure is. Got a newlywed <laughs> in the house in row. We're gonna. This is going to be interesting with the newlywed guys. So <laughs>
9: Yeah, um, yeah. I just got married on Sunday, and I went from a masculine six fire sign in my uh, in my houses, all in my chart. Basically, you know, just going from a really masculine woman to learning how to just be really submissive. But that 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 went along with like letting go of my daddy issues and trust issues and stuff that didn't have nothing to do with my man. So, you know. Once I start working on that stuff, he saw my effort, and it was just kind of like, okay, you know, I already know I love her and want to be with her, so marriage was just kind of like a no-brainer.
10: Okay.
4: Aww. <laughs> okay. So what you got going on about the show tonight? You got a comment for, for the, about the show?
9: Yes. I do have a question. So because we were, like, basically living together from a month after knowing each other all the way up until – you know, Sunday, like, we still live together. But um, we didn't, you know, we weren't married before we moved in and stuff like that. And I did give him a lot of um, privileges and things like that that maybe now that we're married, it's just kind of like, now what else do I do (laughs) to kind of keep stuff fresh?
5: (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, maybe we can start talking about lineage now. (laughs)
8: There we yeah, go. we have a baby
5: already. So, what'd you say? We have a, you baby, have a baby already. already? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, I do stress often that women need to separate dating from marriage, and every woman can create her own guidelines and rules about around this. Some women decide to. Uh, require that there is no sex all the way until marriage, and men wholeheartedly respect that, contrary to popular belief. Some women decide to require engagement in order to um, in, in, in order to have sex with their men. Some women women require that they live together, and I am not here to determine what women need to require. But I do think that there definitely does need to be a requirement and a commitment to a woman during the dating phase um, in order for there to be sex offered. You know, there should not be sex offered without any requirements or commitments now. And I'm not going to ask you any questions about that or judge you in any way. (laughs) However... (laughs) However, now is a very good time, in my opinion and based on my research, to get into the fun part for men, which is to discuss how you're going to nurture and strengthen and raise your lineage. Hmm. This is what he's there for. He may not be able to verbally express to you that this is what he is in for but this is what he's in for this is what he wants this is what he's good at and um, the fact that you have a child already is you know also uh, causing this to be an urgent thing that you need to discuss but also he's going to be thrilled with this so I would Begin to discuss lineage. How are you going to create not just a financial lineage, but a strongly, closely knit, um, strongly put together family for generations? And we need to remember that playing house is not what a marriage is about. Building a strong lineage is what a marriage is about. And I do not advocate in any circumstance that a couple stay together solely for the purpose of building a strong lineage because if the couple is not supposed to be together or if they are breaking each other down instead of building each other up. There's no purpose in trying to create a strong lineage with that person because it's never going to work. You'll, you'll end up with a bunch of brats or children who don't care about the family, so forth and so on. You see my point? Right. But there needs to be a very strong companionship and happiness and fulfillment between the both of you in order to be able to get to the building of the lineage. And this is the part that men stick around for. This is the part that men are eager to get to. This is what men wake up for every morning. And when a woman, for instance, buys a pair of shoes that is not in the budget, this is upsetting to a man's goals for his lineage. And what I would do if I was in your situation, you know, you have a man who's geared up and assumingly happy about what the future looks like. You know, I would, if I were in your situation, start to discuss with him how you and he are going to build your lineage based on the fact that you all have a very good, loving, caring and sexual relationship. Right. You know, because we have a bad habit in this country where people think that they're supposed to stick together and stick with it and stick with it and stick with it no matter what for the children. This is not about the children. This is about the grandchildren, the great-grandchildren, the great-great-great-great and great-greats. So it's not going to be good enough to be just for the children. Don't stick with something that is um, negative because your lineage will not grow from negativity. Our lineage grows from beauty and positivity. So, you know, even when we see a family where the husband and wife may not be getting along so well, you still see that the wife is supportive and positive enough in order for a lineage to grow in the proper direction. When we see, like, the Kennedys and the Obamas and those types of families where they are concerned with lineage and it looks like it's going very well, you never will see a woman who looks unsatisfied or who is frowning or who is complaining or gossiping or hanging out with her Friends or inviting her friends over so much to harass her husband like that's not what we need. That's not the, that's not how this works. What we need is peace. And when men are going to feel comfortable about building their lineage, one of the first things that they look for is peace at home. Hmm. So I say all of this to offer very good advice. Build a very strong connected relationship with your husband. You know, just having the title of being married is never going to be enough. Build a very strong connection with him. And it can't be done if there's not enough time. It's impossible. So I don't know if you have the book, but that is clearly described, the time, what you do with that time, how you nurture during that time, and so forth and so on. And if he likes you now, which I'm assuming he does because you just (laughs) got married, you're in a very good position to make sure that he will continue to like you and care about you, and that and he's in a very good position right now to, uh, to be able to make you continue to like and care about him. So I urge both of you, if you don't already have it, if someone has not given it to you as a wedding gift, that's what you need. You need, you need to get the book. Um, I can give you great advice on the radio, but I can't give you
9: 280 pages of good advice.
4: Right. Well, 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 it's
9: my birthday, so I'll be getting it. (laughs) Okay.
4: So, um, yes, congratulations. Happy solar return. Uh, That moon magic that you just got up into, that's on me. That's on me. That's my present right there. Your goals are still due tomorrow morning. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't no light work.
7: So... uh, Ah!
4: That's right. Absolutely. I'm gifting, the, I'm gifting the course. I'm gifting the moon magic course to the bride. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's going to Oh, absolutely. Check, check your email. I ain't playing no games. We'll get it popping around here. So, um, yes. Now, this right here may sound a little contrary because I don't like Steve Harvey, but I'm going to manipulate what he said to make it make a little sense. When I'm saying... This, when, no, my fault. Don't think like a man... Think like a Rothschild woman. When a Rothschild when a Rothschild man proposes, you gotta look at yourself like you just brought two two like royal families together. Mm-hmm. Like you can't act like both of y'all are from Detroit and we ain't come from nothing and we trying to come up. You have to have your creative visualization on. The woman that needs to show up for a man who's thinking about proper lineage is the proper visionary. You got to be in visionary mode to keep and make your marriage work. I will say this again. If your man has married you and he's made up his mind but didn't tell you that he can support you financially and emotionally, he did it because in his mind of minds, he was thinking about lineage. And if you want him to stick around... Yes, get the book, follow the program, but you better, better, better be the best visionary out here. And what are the characteristics of the visionary? She can see the success of the plan that he brings in. To me, that's feminine energy. A great visionary is feminine energy. When he comes to you and says, here's a plan, you say, Honey, I can see that. I promise you, that's one of them ten thousand watt testosterone boosters. Because, and this is not even in Ro's book, but it don't matter if she's still a boss. That when we finally get to our woman, and and yeah, I'm gonna and, and Roe will probably say something on this. When we get to our woman with an ideal, you are probably the last person that we got to, because our Ooh. parents shot the ideal down. Our friends at work told us it was silly. Our siblings and brothers and sisters didn't support us. And the bank turned us down. And everybody told us we couldn't do it. And then we came home to you dragging our tails between our legs. And we got two heartbeats away from dying. And we tell you the ideal. The power of life and death is in your hands. And those words, honey... It's going to be okay. You can do this. I can see you making this happen. You just gave him CPR. But a lot of women, they say, I know why your parents didn't. That was a dumbass idea. I know why they didn't. And you immediately emasculated the man. You were a terrible visionary. And then he may stay, but he has no heartbeat no more. He has no testosterone level." He has no desire to succeed anymore. And especially when you tell him it's a dumb idea and then you start mumbling up under your breath about, oh, it's always falling back on me. Don't you ever, ever, ever do that because now you tying into lineage. you tying into lineage too. But the value points are with the woman. The value points are with the woman. There's 1.4 man and 3 for a woman. So like bro said, Barack Obama could care less about what the media and the polls say. He got two daughters. He ain't tripping about making no son. His lineage is getting ready to get crazy. You see what I'm saying? Both of those daughters, if both of those daughters have three children apiece, he just, you know, exponentially multiplied his lineage by six. And if we can look at... Simple behind George Bush Jr, who was you know we don't even know how he got here, but he's on the lineage, and look where he got just just off the of name. I know Sasha and the other daughter is fifteen times smarter than little George Bush was that, <laughs> that's why you don't never see that's why you don't never see Hillary cutting up because of their daughter. He's like, man, I ain't cutting up what you talking about my daughter and we just in the cut. We just biding our time. We know how this game go. And you have. To- and
5: that is the that is one of the most important things I think we can convey tonight. We need to understand that when we make small moves, and when we think that things are not that big of a deal, what we are doing is affecting our family's reputation. We are affecting our family's our family lineage, the quality. Of the way that people are going to perceive us, you are affecting the way you're going to be represented and treated in court and everything else. Wow:
4: Yes, so think visionary. You got the gender harmonics workbook, or you will be getting it um, uh, soon if you don't already have it. You know what a, you know uh, you know the roles.
9: Let's get it. right. Mm-hmm. I did kind of want to say one thing about that too, and I, I just, I let you guys go because I know you guys have other people on the line. But um, he works, and our constant um, not argument, but like I said, I'm, I'm coming from somebody who never really had nobody to take care of them to him telling me stay home, take care of my baby, and I'm going to work, and I'm like, well, okay, you know what I'm saying, but in the back of my mind, like. I'm still worried about money. And every time I bring it to him, I see how it emasculates him and how it makes him feel like, well, this woman don't even trust me. You know what I'm saying? She keeps asking about, are we okay? Are we okay? Like, are we good on money? So I just need to sit back and get into my visionary mode so that I can, you know, make this family better. But at the same time. And guess what?
5: A, A creative, feminine, graceful woman can probably save more money than she can make a lot of times.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: I learned this lesson so strongly from Japanese women. I have a lot of exposure with Japanese women. And a Japanese woman will give her 2 weeks notice to her job when she gets engaged because she wants to nurture her man. That is not that is a blessing because the man knows he's going to make more money with his woman's support. As well, the Japanese woman is going to breastfeed, saving money. She's going to use cloth diapers because she wants her child's butt to be the driest, and it saves money. She's going to make baby food because she's, she's trying to show respect and save money. She's going to make clothes so she can brag about how her child's clothes were homemade and show respect to her husband and save money. She's going to find sales so she can show respect to her husband and save money. She's going to grow whatever food or herb or anything she can so she can show respect to her husband and, again, save money. So I could go on and on with this list, but I learned this very strongly from the Japanese woman who we almost never even hear about. And you know why we don't hear about them? Because they don't have enough problems.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
4: <laughs> listen, what she just said was so valuable. Let me get to the I'm gonna go to the next call or two, but listen, switch where you invest your energy energy. See every time you invest energy in are we okay? Do you got enough money? You could have been investing that energy in finding a sale or learning how to sew or putting a garden outside. Or growing some herbs, you know what I'm saying, in um in the closet. Or you could have been on the internet instead of on Facebook chopping it up, posting pictures. You could have been on Google researching how I can grow some onions, how I can grow some um how I can grow some green peppers. When the man comes home and you say, "Look, I got some green peppers," that's a contribution. He ain't got time to be going uh, over, over that. Up. Yeah, I got some green peppers. That's way better than you saying, "I went out to work today, I made a hundred dollars." And now I'm too tired for sex When you come in there, uh-huh. When you come in there, you come in there and say, um, "I learned how to grow green peppers today. I decided we're going to switch over to cloth diapers. I need you to get us a washing machine. that's going to save us 2,422 dollars and18 cents every year. And I'm not too tired to suck your dick. Go in there and take a shower. I'm getting ready to give you some hair. There
5: you go.. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what else? When we well a lot of women spend so much money just keeping a job. So you really have to do your math here.
9: Yeah. Wow. I love you guys. <laughs> 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 oh, that made my night.
4: Save save with the Save a life, give some head. Save a life, give some head. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
5: Keep your parents Oh, my goodness.
4: I said, oh, Oh, blowjob. I want to even
5: take it a little further. Every Uh time you build your man up, either emotionally, sexually, anything, you raise his testosterone level, other men can smell it on him. They will give him more responsibility, more pay, more privileges, more respect at work, more opportunity oh because of the way that you treat him.
9: They can feel it. Men are instinctual. The oh. uh, Friday, I'm sorry, the Friday before we got married, he got a raise. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs>
2: this is so crazy.
9: <laughs> oh, oh, I am liking it all right now. So if, mm, you get invited, if you get invited
5: to dinner or anything associated to your husband's job, just remember that there are several things you can do, and I list all of those in the book. There are several things you can do to show nurturing to him that other westernized women refuse to do. You can openly do that at dinner. at at any business dinner that you get invited to or any type of other um, opportunity you may get. And the men who work with your husband are going to treat him like an alpha because of the way you treat him. Mm
2: -hmm.
5: Even if they never see you, however, they still can feel it based on his behavior. You see? Mm hmm and that's why Watch. the Japanese women quit their job. <laughs> wow. They
2: mm-hmm.
5: I'm yeah. not saying every one woman needs to quit their job, but we do need to understand how masculinity works with other men. And, yes, our man will make more money the more that we support him, literally. Mm. I better but get
9: sure. to
4: it. <laughs> that's right. Get excited. Thank you very much for calling in tonight. Thank you. It's awesome, baby. Next caller from the 770-337. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 770-337. Uh, your microphone is wide open. Hello. Caller from the 770 going once. Hello? Okay, you made it. Turn your speakers down in the background. I made, background, it. I made it. Yeah, can you turn your speakers <laughs> down to the
3: background? I don't have anything on. I'm on my cell phone.
4: <laughs> okay, appreciate it. What's your name and where are you calling from?
3: Uh, my name is Tracy, and I'm calling from Atlanta.
7: All right, what's happening in Atlanta? Tracy?
3: Georgia. There isn't right. Atlanta, Texas. There's other been but All only right. one in Atlanta, Georgia. All uh, right. I have a book, and the book is awesome. Thank you. I mean, the book is just... Hands down, a God sin, and it is, it is a word that has come into the earth that's just for today. I mean, because, you know, we're talking about lineage now, and I was just telling a buddy of mine, is that, hey, dude, I, I've invested too much in my son to allow him to go out and just marry any woman. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you understand what i'm saying dude? yes <laughs> yes yes, 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 yes <laughs> it's yes. just too much and Ooh. and now that now that uh uh miss Rowe Roe has put uh, she has placed it placed it in a in a terms that we can articulate now, see these things that she's saying, we know I didn't know how to articulate them, but you know after uh, you know i'm Fairly sharp guy. But these are some of the things I just couldn't put my finger on. I just couldn't say it. I knew it. I mean, in, in the book, When You Emasculate a Man, you know, I know right then and there he's trying to figure out his exit. Okay, this is where I get off at right here. A couple more times, sex or whatever, and I'm gone. Because I'm <laughs> not going <be.
4: laughs> to
3: I mean, am I telling the true coach? You got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. All right. This I'm is not. where I get off at right here. I'm not, you can't come to me and talk to me like that. You can't act that way because now you've entered into my space. You are you're not physically a match to me, but you are threatening me with your behavior and your mannerism, and you don't even know that. I'm not saying that, this is a, that we would get physical or anything, but they don't, a lot of women don't understand that you're acting like a dude. Right You know. And if you right. and if you were and if you were in a relationship with that kind of woman, I heard uh, because of the book, it was said that, well, if you're in a relationship with a masculine woman, you might as well be in a homosexual relationship and I'm like, Are you serious? You just Whoa. never hit me. But my Whoa. but but my my son that I've invested in, that I've taken the time with and all the other, I have a basketball program, and I'm a surrogate father to several uh, players, and I'm teaching them. I said, son, you know what the best thing? i got to teach you guys how to pick a woman. Yep. Because, <laughs> because when you put that basketball uniform on and you go to college, they're going to be calling your name, and some of you guys are going to go on and play professional ball, and you're going to be all caught up in, it, and she looks good, you know, and she do this, and you know, she up You ain't going to go there. She, she you know, she's just, she, you know what I'm saying? And you're going to make the wrong decisions, and you're going to find yourself, you know, broke without yeah. anything.
5: Yeah, because Your I actually lineage. don't agree with this happy wife, happy life thing. If you give a woman everything she wants, you are going to be broke. Yes. And there will be arguing because of the finances. So right. I think we need to go with happy man, happy fam.
3: Right, right. I, I agree too. I agree
5: because,
6: too because it's a man's
5: nature, to, a, a good man's nature, to want his wife, his wife and his children to be happy already. So right, let's go with the man who's trying to create a happy family and lineage. Let's go with happy man, happy fam.
3: Not That's what I happy, happy wife
5: who wants to buy a whole bunch of
3: shoes, <laughs> right? And you know, and, you know what I, you know, and the book, the book has taught me that, which I knew that, you know, we are uh, subliminally seduced as a culture to spend all our money on things that we don't have need of, and the end result of that is that it creates pressure, pressures on our relationships, whether we're married or we're, you know, dating fiercely or whatever. And it and teaches it bad habits to your children, you know, real bad habits. And, and we, we're not looking at our culture from a global perspective like everybody else have us in the fishbowl. We can't, we're not looking at everybody else, you know. We're not, we no. don't understand that we are controlling certain cultures of the world, but why is it that we don't have anything, you know. And it comes back to the husband and the wife. And, and, a, and a man, understanding what it is to be a man, you know, and teaching his sons you know, and his daughters and affirming his daughters because, you know, when a guy knows this information in this book and he can, and he can really articulate it, the majority of the men are not going to be able to articulate this information. You know, a lot okay. of my buddies, you know, they real learned or whatever, and we talk about these things, and we talk street terms, you know, talk or whatever, you know. Okay. Coach, you would fit in right in with us having our own conversations, but hey, you know. I, I, hey, we, I'm in
4: Atlanta too, man. Call me. I'm in Atlanta too. I'm <laughs> here
3: to be with I'll never leave you out. Yeah. And I, I, I have given, I have, I have, uh, I forward every day. every Tuesday when the when the uh, new um, Instagram come out, no, when the, when the new um, YouTube come YouTube. out. I forward them to my contacts, and I'm and I beginning to get all these responses. By, oh, man, she is awesome. These are women now, these are girls. You know? I'm like, you need this right here. I'm going to get this book for you. This is going to help. you always asking me why you don't have a man, and you this and you that, whatever. But you know what? Read this book. You've got to have the book. And to, the, to your listening audience, you've got to have the book. You, you absolutely have to have the manual. It is a manual. It is easy reading. Um, it's laid out. It's broken down, and it just—it just—you you always have these moments. I'm probably reading them for my third time now. You always have a moment where you say, "Oh man, man, I didn't know." Oh wow! And I just had to put the book down, you know. And I'm like, "Man, I'm supposed to be—you know—I'm supposed to know this stuff." But Miss <laughs> Rone has really, Miss has really—I'm telling you—it's a godsend. I mean, I believe—I personally believe that. God just say, okay, Miss Rowe, you're gonna get this information to these people because this is what they need, you know. And I, I am just so overwhelmed and blown. I just want to thank you, Miss Rowe. This is, um, it's awesome, awesome, absolutely awesome.
5: Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> it's well, awesome,
3: I was baby. Trying to follow, trying to follow the man lead. I mean, because what I'm finding myself, what I'm finding myself doing now. And I'm talking to all, you know, the women that I know, you know, and you know, and I am, you know, passing on the knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, in a real conversational manner, or not like I'm trying to teach them anything, but you know, I know that when I'm about to tell them, it's going to blow their head wide open because they right. probably haven't looked at it that way. And then I say, hey, you know, I've been reading this book right here. You know, check it out. Look at this hey. uh, Instagram. Look at this YouTube right here. And then I say, hey. she is awesome. And then then come and say. I ain't doing that. What's she, t- she don't know what she's talking about. Who is, she? you know, I can see the neck roll through the phone or whatever, even if it's a message. <laughs> you know, right. hand on the hip. I'm like, well, you just stay right where you are, but this information right here will help you. So <laughs> it has it, been awesome. And just because you don't believe it doesn't mean it's not true. And it can't. Right, right, right. That's you know, so the hard can, pill to swallow. Just hard, because yeah, you don't believe hard. it doesn't mean it can't be true. And you know what? But the thing is, you are... You are, I'm a sailor, okay? Yeah, I was in the United States Navy, you know, and I understand, you know, a global perspective. My, my sisters, you know, I, I speak about black women. I love black women, okay, you know, so I'm just going to stay on them, you know. Um, <laughs> They're <laughs> they they only looking at the world through what's being fed to them. Right. The majority of them are because I tell them if you, if you turn that TV off, you'll change. You, it's you absolutely would really, true. You will change. You will see things differently. You'll eat differently. You'll act differently. You'll talk differently. You'll think differently. You'll read more. You know, and that television is making you feel less than because these lifestyles you're seeing on TV they're yeah. not real. They're not.
5: Come on. Well, I will tell you something. I have not watched TV in eleven years. And I can attest to the fact that the more I don't watch it, the more I like myself, the more I yeah. love myself, the more I don't think about racism. It don't, it, I don't think about racism at all anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, to hear you say amazing. that? Because, <laughs> because people think I'm weird because I don't watch TV. You don't know about that, Tracy. I, I don't. I, you know, I read. I, I'm not believing a mess. I, I've got my indoctrination to how the media works. You know, back in 1983 when I was in the military, I'm like, oh, man, I was here. This is wrong. This is a lie. That got me right there. So I'm like, y'all can keep that. I turn it off because it's a bunch of lies.
5: Yeah. I hope that I can. You know, are people still watching TV? <laughs> and
3: I'm like, I could care less with honey boo boo. Oh, man, don't, <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. If I run into them housewives, I'm going to holler at them. I'm going to really talk to them. I don't Damn. know if Ever. people are
5: still watching TV. I'm not, I'm not sure.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I know they're making their money or whatever, but at, at what cost and at what expense, you know, that you are feeding into this stuff. But the book, the book, see, the, the manual will take you step by step by step. It is about the family. It is something there for every person, man, and it is something there for when you, particularly, my daughter, I I, I sent them to my daughter, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and but my son especially, okay, because I know that he's gonna go out. He's about to enter college now, and he's been hit a whole new world, where he has no restraint, and and he needs to understand what he's looking at, and he needs to understand that he has a responsibility to his lineage
5: right
3: and his community
5: and it's also just a beautiful thing when young men understand that marriage is can be one of the best things that ever happened to a man
2: Mhm
5: can be yeah. easily and that you cannot become great without be. a great no. woman you cannot become great without a great woman. So, you know, lineage, if you're looking at lineage, you have to understand that if you don't choose the right woman, you are going to affect your success greatly.
3: Yes. Well the book the book really brings that home and it Uh, it, it allowed me Yes.
4: Trace, I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask you a question. You sound like a sound like a reader, um, and I'm and I'm setting you up right here. So just work with me okay. here. Okay. Did, did you read Shaharazad Ali's book, Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman, or Black Woman's Guide to Understanding the Black Man?
3: No, no, I didn't. And, and Shaharazad Ali. She was on the. She's the. She's the lady on the. Uh, um, the, the, the documentary that uh um
4: hidden colors yes, she, on? Hidden yes. Colors? she was on and she look, had the sun she had this this is what i want you to do Be- uh yeah. before before you get the book i want you to just go type in shahrazad ali donahue when donahue used okay. to come on she was on donahue but and you need those two books but, so you'll get the get what i'm getting ready to tell you there okay. has not been a book for men or women written like Rose book in 20 years when Shahar Ali wrote those two books. And and I, and and I say this because you made me think of that when you said, yo, I'm reading this book and I'm showing it to women and it's going to blow their mind. And you reminded me of where I was at back in 1993. I was working at a customer service a uh, rep job, and I, you know, when you know, when you're doing customer service, um, you know, you got a book that you read in between calls. You got your headphones right. on. There's a bunch of women over there, and I was walking around with my finger on like three or four pages, and the females would be like, "Well, dag on, you the only brother in here reading. Everybody else trying to holler at us, and you in here reading. What you in there reading?" And I would just flip to the page I got my finger in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm wow. fingering the book, and then. And the, and the dynamic reaction that I would get from them, I knew she had hit on something. And Rose's book is the first book on relationships like this, written in a simple manner that carries the same electrical charge that Shaharazad what? Ali's book. And and what? and and the book is not. Um, Islamic in Nature, and a lot of people when they heard Shaharazad, they thought the book was um, is- Islamic in Nature, and it wasn't. Right. Yes, she studied with the Nation of Islam, but the book has so many facts, and one of those facts that Ro has picked up on so candidly, and she's spoken about tonight, is men do not have the communication skills that women have, and then yeah. you said she has expressed the things that we know that we could not communicate, and that yes. for me is everything. When you can help me mm-hmm. be clear, I don't yes. need I don't need you help me get no booty. I don't need you help right. me go hunt or get no money. Right. But if you can help me, because one of the worst feelings a man has is to be misunderstood. So yes. when a woman's yes. when a woman's talking over me, because I'm already struggling trying to get out what I want to say and for me it's real bad. It's, it's real bad for me, Tracy because I no no, no, no. Really listen, no really I'm just being honest. It's bad for me because Because I practice I practice a lot and pride myself on communication and so a lot of people say, Oh, you're so fluent, you have a degree in history, you got a radio show. It all seems so natural. But even coach get jammed up sometimes. Even I get yeah. jammed up sometimes, and they say if I ever get jammed up, they're like, "Oh, oh, you full of it! Oh, oh, you full!" Yeah. Of it. It's like they were waiting, it's like they was waiting in the cut to attack me. Was yeah, waiting me. on the waiting <laughs> to cut. Oh.
3: But coach, oh, I'm gonna tell see. you this too. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir.
4: Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Uh,
3: this book has opened my eyes. You know, if this you having your eyes open, it, it comes in degrees, varying degrees. You know. But it has opened my eyes to, I could be in the mall, I could talk to a woman, and now I can hear how she communicates with her children, her husband, the man. Even if I'm in, even if I'm in public getting some fried chicken, I can, I can identify characteristics, you know, even, even the way she communicates with the person when she's even asking them about her order, you know. The book has opened my eyes. You know, to another degree, where, and I, and I believe that if you follow me here, this information in the hands of a person that wants to do right, it is outstanding. But in the but in the hands of a of of, of, of a guy who would have information and, and and can identify these things about women, maybe not so good. But if your heart is pure, you know, this information is going to free you. It's it's gonna it's gonna, I mean. Think about, I told my son, I said, son, you know, the decisions that you're making right now, 18 years old, are decisions that I I didn't make until I was, you know, 26, 27. I said, so you are ahead. I said, my prayer for you is that God will send you and you will be able to identify the right woman for you, you know, and that you don't go out and start anesthetizing yourself with a whole bunch of sex because you cannot make great decisions trying to pick the right woman. When you all tied up sexually involved with them. and particularly coaches, you would say if she's sucking your dick good, you can't mm. make no good decision. Man, Man. I'm telling.
4: So, I mean, listen, that, hey, that's why you need to listen. That's, now he just gave a jewel. That's another twenty thousand dollar jewel tonight on Coach right here on Leaf Radio. That's is that's true?
3: Before, and I didn't mean to say it like that. And, 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 and you know what? Coach. One of the oh, things I a coach. I even went through the book. Listen, this information needs to be coming across the pool pits, Okay, listen, listen. Do you know
4: for those NFL players, I'm gonna tell you the example of who he talking about. I'm gonna tell you who he's talking about. You talking about that? He talking about that wide receiver. I don't know what his name was. Who played for the uh, Who played for the uh, Charlotte Charlotte uh, Charlotte Panthers? And he picked the um, stripper girl, and he didn't pick right, and then she gave him some good head, and then she got pregnant, and then he killed her. You see what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. He yeah. killed
4: her. Yeah, he killed her. Yeah. He killed her. Like, she didn't want to get an abortion. Like, she took the – he right. gave her some money to get an abortion, and she took it and went and got a BMW. And then he, uh, and then he, he <laughs> yeah. put a hit out on that's her. Bad. Ray Karoo, that's his name, Ray Karoo. So, Ray Karoo, right. there's nothing wrong with getting your dicks up, but it's something wrong if you pick the wrong woman, to put that thing on you. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it at and, that. And coach,
3: you know, and with this book right here, if we can get this book to our younger, younger, I say players, but these younger guys,
4: no, 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 we can start them off now. I, go back and say it like you was gonna say it in the beginning. Say it,
3: go ahead, say it. <laughs> <laughs> if we, if we can get the book, I just say it like this: if we can get this book in the hands of the guys when they're younger, and coach them all the way through. They won't have all these do overs. And they start out right, building great families, mm-hmm. setting great examples. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> if we don't do that, I mean, you know, I told somebody, I said, you know what, bro, you know what I want to do? I said, you know, we, we need to we need to focus on our younger girls, all the old girls. Let's just dig this big-ass hole, the Grand Canyon, push them over. I know this is extreme, okay? <laughs> push their ass over in it, cover it up. And let's start right now. Now, that's extreme. <laughs> but I can't articulate it. I'm not smart enough to <laughs> you help me with that, Doctor Rowe. <laughs> no. so, yeah, no. Yeah. Let's yeah. get our young let's get our young people understanding this. And coach, you know, another thing I thought about, I was sit there and I was turning this stuff, man. I'm just like, oh My God, I'm I'm like, man, I didn't even wanna I didn't even wanna go outside. I was reading this book. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. We wrote in her video, she said that America, a commerce industry, keeps men and women, men and women, at odds with each other because it boosts the economy, hmm. right? And keeps us as debt slaves. Pers- you know, that's really what, it's, what it, the end result is. You know, right. but when we understand that her information, the information that she's giving us. That it will affect commerce mm-hmm. So it has to be a Grassroot um, uh, Effort To get this information out Like like the show that you're on And mm-hmm. word of mouth You know because I don't know You know that If mainstream media is going to allow Dr. Rowe who is a star Do you see those YouTube videos? Kill them She's killing Kill them I'm like, who is this woman? We can get some money.
2: <laughs>
3: you know. Right. So, so when this is affecting commerce, they suppress things that affect commerce right. because it's our money's going to change. When you get this information to our young folk, they're going to change the way they do things. And going back to that Japanese example, I was blown away about that right there. I'm like, wow. Man,
4: give me one of those right there. Whew. The example, not, not <laughs> one. I can't lose another black man. Now, I ain't going to tell you don't date cross-culture, but I'm just yeah, saying.
3: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, Coach, I love, I'm I coach to be honest with you, I just have the world. And right. I love black women. Oh, yeah, I do.
5: But there's something that I want to add about black women that everybody needs to be able to hear. Okay. Half of my, almost half of my readers are black American women. And black American women have very good intentions. We just have been fed the wrong information. So when my readers get a hold of my book, there is no greater, more beautiful change than what I have seen in the black American woman. Wow. And I mean immediate changes that last so long that divorces have been unfiled, that husbands wow. and boyfriends have emailed me to thank me. Wow. You know, long-term, because a light bulb
3: goes off. Well, I wish you had caught me before I got divorced. I got skin up. I could have saved some of that money. You could have saved some that money. No, really, I tell you. Tracy, we gotta get that. to
4: another. Tracy, we gotta get to another caller. We got one more. Yes, person. Sir. Thank, ready thank you say, so bro.
3: much. I appreciate it.
4: All right, I thank, thank you, right. you for how call I calling. How about get, get off? Phone. Do I
3: just hit one?
4: Oh no, you. Uh, I'm gonna just mute you. I want you to hear the next caller. You, oh, you ain't gotta do nothing. Just chill right now. Okay, there. no, no, to I you. wanna stay on. I
3: wanna hear it. Yeah, okay, cool. Thank okay. you. Okay,
4: and then look. Thank you so
3: over, much. Hey, look, uh,
4: Tracy, go over to my website coachkayir dot com and go to leave a note for Coach, and then you know how so how 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 I can get up with some of y'all. And let's see if we can put something together.
3: Okay, outstanding. Thank you. Thank you, big brother. Appreciate it. Peace. Okay. Thank you.
4: This is a dream come true.
3: Yeah.
4: All right, last caller from the 951-374. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please?
7: Hey, what's up, Coach? This is Ben. Big Ben, how you doing, sir?
4: What up, what up, what up, what up, Ben? Your man, your man, where your goals
7: at? I knew I could smoke you out with a good show. I've been hey, you hey, I'm going to holler at you tomorrow on that, but I, okay. I uh, got got to the show late. Unfortunately, I'm not going to comment on things that I didn't get a chance to hear on, but I do have a couple of questions if I can have those answers. Um, you got Can you rapid, hear me? Fi- yeah, rapid fire. You got to go quick. Okay. Um, a lot of times when we talk about um, um, men and women, a lot of times women get confused with uh, a man's identity of a self as ego, as a negative thing, or honor. Um, Rogue, how can um, women understand that's what men pride themselves on and identify themselves with, and that's their way of ex- expressing their love? And Why do women have such a problem with that? Because they express their love with their emotions, which is their own um, internal uh, mechanism, but when it comes to a man, they don't want to honor that. Um,
5: so your question is about, is about ego. Um, it's,
7: why it's how, looked at, down upon? Yeah, why is ego looked down upon, and why is the the aspect of honor in the sense that if a man's willing to sacrifice, he's trying to show honor. However, that's not recognized in today's modern world.
5: I By think plus. that I'm sorry. Is there
7: more? Uh, no, basically that was it. Just uh, in, in today's modern world, where honor should have been and should never have been. Uh, something to look down upon um, it seems like today's modern woman doesn't appreciate that so i'm kind of I think that, that one.
5: I think that if women understood it they would appreciate it because I am a woman and I know what women talk about and I know what women want all of us and we just greatly misunderstand the intentions of greatly misunderstand. So I need all men and all women to hear this, that there is a huge misunderstanding between us that it seems to be on purpose, you know, like the last caller um, brought up. If we don't get along, we have to live in two households. And when we live in two households, we all have to work to support those households. And this is great for the economy. There was an actual campaign that started in 1941 where women were told to get out of the house and to be responsible for this country and to work because men went to war. And when the men came back from war, they didn't take women back into the home because it was so great for the economy that they kept this campaign going, which turned into the feminist movement. However, it has become so drastic through the generations that women have forgotten how great things can be when we nurture our homes and our families. We have also forgotten what men want. And when we watch television or any movie and even Disney, and I say this with complete certainty after speaking with six Disney executives who will not even let their own children watch Disney, these shows and this information is supposed to make us opposed to to each other and to keep us confused about each other. So women completely believe now without any type of... Um, opposition from their mothers or from their grandmothers at this point, because remember, this started in 1941 in this country. So when we look at young women and middle-aged women and women who were born after 1941, almost all of them are convinced that men are here to use us and that men are here to take advantage of us sexually sexually. And we are afraid that we're going to be used, and in order to be able to get through it, we try to use and abuse men first. So this attitude that we have is a protection as well as a belief. And we go on and on and on and on trying to make ourselves, um, try to no, trying to solidify this idea that men are dogs who want to use us. So we don't think you have feelings. We generally don't think that you want um, to be honored. We generally don't think that you are concerned about um, our well-being in the larger, uh, on a larger scale. So these are just misunderstandings. And when we can get more women to understand that the average man, and I say with certainty about 95% of men, and the reason I say this is because of the number of men who are incarcerated because of a violent crime. It's a very small percentage based on what we believe. And if you look at that, you can understand that most men are good and they want to protect us and they do care about honor and they're not um, going to stick around while we, continu- while we continuously misunderstand them. Whoa. Say, whoa, say that again. What did you say?
7: What did you just say? <laughs> men are
5: not going to stick around being unappreciated and mistreated while we continuously misunderstand them. And the reason that it's going to keep going unless we talk about it, and the reason that it has kept going is because men are not verbally talented enough, on average, to explain to women what their true intentions are. So there's a misunderstanding. The media knows you can't explain it, so they continue to feed the wrong message about men. Men can't explain it, and men don't want to get into a dramatic battle with a woman because that's going to ruin his success. So the cycle continues and continues.
7: I like to say that. Go ahead, Coach. Wow. we, we,
5: wow. we, We got the book. I can't watch the cycle continue and continue. So the purpose of the book is to end the cycle.
7: And I greatly appreciate you expressing it that way. I appreciate you, Coach, for for this platform and for people who are interested in this dynamic of males and females. It doesn't include everybody, but for the most part, males and females are the only thing, two things on this earth, so we understood each other. It would be more harmonious. It would be more respectful. Um, the aspect of males' interactions and females' interactions would bring um, clarity to a confused state. I, I agree with you totally as far as the media and its purposes, and it's an artificial entity. Um, and we need to get back to being real with people. and And there's going to be pain sometimes, but there's also going to be the aspect of hearing, healing and understanding. And that's that takes work, that takes effort, and that takes uh, a true intent and a a a, a, uh, a kind spirit in order to do so. So uh, once again, I applaud you guys for what you do. I'll be tuning in. I'm going to hit the download, make sure I get all the content, get my notes out, Coach, and uh, I'll be sending you an email tomorrow, sir. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You guys have a good night. Thank you. You
4: too.
7: I appreciate that, Big Ben.
4: Yeah. Ben, is gonna, ben. If Ben just got here, like anybody who missed the first hour and a half of this and, like, came in on the last hour and a half, they're going to just be blown away. Like, the download, I just wish I could be a fly on the wall on everybody who downloads this show. So you already know. Um, listen, this is what I want everybody to do who's listening right now, or if you download it. Go on your page right now, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and type in www.manleadsradio.info. That's it, because this show is going to stay up, and you can come back and listen to it until Monday of next week. So it's going to be up all the rest of this week. It's going to be up Sunday. It's going to be up Monday. I don't change the, the link. Until Tuesday, the day before the show. So please share this with somebody. If you got some value out of what we talked about tonight, don't even say nothing. Just say manleadsradio.info. I listened. That's it. And put the truth behind it. If you think this is the truth, you know what I'm saying? Like, tonight was a barn burner. Like, I keep writing. Let me make sure I wrote my last uh, quote down right, Ro. You said, "Men are not going to keep staying around and being abused and disrespected because women keep misunderstanding them." Is that what you said? Is that it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's, I, okay. I just want to make sure I had that written down correctly. It was you were that's you know you're very prolific in your you know in 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 your statements, but that right there is like yo. But and like Tracy said, we are so skilled. We may not be skillful at communicating things, but we skillful at saying, this is where I'm getting off at. I'm getting off right yes. here. I'm finding yes. I'm going I'm to I'm get a reason. As, as a matter of fact, next week, next week, I have a poem that I'm going to read that I wrote back in 2001 about how I used to go around and As soon as the relationship didn't do what I wanted it to do, I would be an expert self-sabotager. And I know, I I can say this as a man, that there are many, 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 many men who got a self-sabotage button that they can hit when they don't know how to communicate something and they want to get out of it. When they want to get out of it, that we got a button. I don't know, like, I got. I had my own style, and I'm sure many men got their own style. They just, you know, all type of stuff. Sometimes we cut yeah. up. And Sometimes then
5: women are gonna send an email to all of their friends talking about when that the relationship ended when he, quote unquote, cheated on her. That's not when the relationship ended. Wow. The relationship ends when a woman emasculates a man. <laughs> To the point where he needs to leave. That's where the relationship ends. And ladies, we check
4: out mentally sometimes and the body's still there. Me mm-hmm. and Ro talked about that last week. Just because, I'm, just because you got me my chair and my beer and my weed and I'm home every night, don't mean I'm there. Ro, you want to explain that statement I just made right there, Ro? Got, that got is so minutes. good
5: because women get confused.
4: Got two hold on, hold on. You got, two, you got two minutes. You got two minutes. Okay, to don't let
5: the media confuse you to make you think that an uninterested man sitting in your house and not interacting with you is normal. If your man is sitting in your house and is uninterested and is not interacting with you the way that he wants and is not talking, it's not because he's just a guy it's probably because he's not there anymore. Because that's not what men want. That's not what they want.
4: Ah, You heard it here first. You heard Ro Cutno. You heard Coach Kair. She wrote this book called Man Leads. You've been listening to Man Leads Radio. We turn all the way up today like i want to thank all the callers because i don't think me and roe thought we was going to be able to get to the lineage because it started smoking so fast at the beginning like it was we start talking about that mouth and then we was like are we going to be able to get to the lineage so i really do appreciate uh roe for this great masterful work um for her for her giving me something to do on wednesday nights you know i ain't got nothing else to do i'm lying but you know this is like i love I love serving.
0: To me, this is like. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot.
2: Someday, I will call
0: upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
9: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
1: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count.